My co-host does rap. He raps very motherfucking well, as a matter of fact. He has a project that just dropped. It was on Halloween. It's not a very scary album. It's a very dope album. Dope on many levels. Meaning like pure Colombian wrapped in a brick, tightly motherfucking tied, no duct tape, just straight seal, air compressed, nothing getting out. You don't even need no fitting nail. You don't need no cut. It's all dope. Resurrection Therapy by Busy 93. You know what I mean? Shout out to my man. He's doing this shit on uh all streaming platforms. Meaning, well, that's not title and shit because you got to pay to get on that and be like sign to Rock Nation and shit. But Spotify, uh, Apple Music, you got uh, YouTube, the whole motherfucking nine. You feel me? Like streaming, it's a really good listen. I'm I'm not even like just caping for my mans on this one. Like real hip hop, it's really dope. I if you like a little bit of boom back sound, um, boom bap sound with a little bit of like extra kicks and funk to it and shit, that's a really dope project, man. You should really check it out. Shout out to all the new listeners, by the way, too. If you're a new listener and you never heard no busy ninety three music, it's really good, dog. Like really, shut sure, for sure. Take check that shit out. When when he released some shitty music, I say that shit too, and I tell you That's not to check happened. that shit out. But look, you never know; you might have a Kanye fall off, and I'm gonna tell you to like when you got some shitty music, bro. I ain't gonna push it to you, bro. Like I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, let, I'm gonna let you know, like yo, if I busy, start, you, 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 you should ask. If I start making music that's so bad, y'all are calling it shitty. That means a, I'm not even fully confident about it, and b, if that's all I have. It might really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I, I know it's gonna hurt your feelings, and you know I just hope I'm you, not in a position where that's all I have. <laughs> and, and you know what type of gruesomely like un like uncaring ass nigga I am. I was I was in groups of teenagers that would have nothing to lose in their life to your house to terrorize you in stupid ways, like throwing eggs at your doors and windows, so you upset. Just because yeah, started doing you, that, I'm just gonna start shooting you and them. Nah, I mean you can shoot them, nigga. Like they, they paid for that. They signed that. No, they you signed can't the too. You send them there, nigga. I'm throwing rocks at everybody. No Joe Budden, nigga. Nah, everybody get you, it. Nah, release your album, nigga. What, what's wrong with you? It's out, bitch. Streaming. It. It's everywhere. We need motherfucking concepts on Monday. Fuck you. Bitch, I'm doing singles for the next year and a half. Matter of fact, I'm working on a Christmas nah, song right now. Did you know that? Nah, Did y'all nah. know that? I'm working on a Christmas nah. song right now. Is it coming out on Christmas? I don't know. Keeping it's just an idea right now. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. I'm gonna keep it a bean with you. I'm thinking on doing no tour and ordering uh eating off room service and shit. That shit's dead. Nah, nah. Room service nigga, is not recoupable. What do you think the nah. singles are gonna uh-uh. pay for? <laughs> Room service, ah, room service is not recoupable. No, like everything, bitches. No, no, no. That's not how this works. It is at the moment. If I spend money, nigga, I get it back. If Empire want to call, hey, uh, Gazi, what's up? Empire want to call. That's a different story. But you're not gonna sign. Uh, you're not gonna sign three hundred. 
Like every other rapper? Uh, no, I'm not signing to <laughs> <laughs> I love Kevin Lyles, too, as what he's done for the culture and all of that shit and what he stands for, but... Nope. You sound good music? A push call oh. you. Not a not wait, wait. Not if Kanye call you, a push call you. You sound a good conversation. Music? No. We've had that conversation on this podcast. Push could call me and be like, bro, do it for me. Sorry. I, I'll do it. You, you want to give me a verse, nigga? I'll give you one. You want a verse? I got you. Sign to good what? That's not a good deal. Nigga, no. <laughs> No. If M called you and signed uh, Shady, you doing it? We already said I would stupidly take that gamble. All right. All right. Apple, <laughs> just because he called me and was like, yo, I want you. Up, I knew you would go My over there to stop. fail. I knew you would go to fail. I knew you would go to fail. All right. That's cool, though. That's cool, though. I understand. I understand. You're Stanley. I'd do it just to say I did it. <laughs> Rock Nation is easy. That's, come on. That's, that's a no You signed a TDE or Dreamville? Mm. TDE. I feel like I'm more TDE than Dreamville. Mm. I get along with street niggas better than I do with alternative niggas. See, I think Dreamville need one of you. I would be like the non boss boss. I would be. And the I think. Boss. And and I think that's what. <laughs> and yeah, I, I said better. What they need. Boss. I said it. Huh? I think that's what they need. Matter of fact. Yeah, if I'm if I'm gonna play it out by statistics and percentages, your project about just as good as Milky Way. The fuck is Milky Way? I ain't don't put me in his, a category his, with a nigga. We got an album named Milky Way, dog. That's Boz's first album. I just said I rap better than that nigga. It's one song. Uh, yeah, like I think it's like two songs for him, one song for you. So it's like, yeah, it's about the percentage, about right. I've never heard of it. It needs to be a bass and motherfucking busy nine three verses. Five <laughs> songs, nigga. I killed him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's heat. That's heat. That's heat. Man, I'm saying that's that. Heat. I'll, that's take, heat. I'll take shit. No, I'm not going to say that. That's disrespectful. That's disrespectful. I'm not going to say that. I feel like. My best songs on LTM you can put up against the best songs in his whole catalog. And I ain't even heard that nigga whole catalog. And that's minus Cole. I'm talking just you, nigga. Or you and local or unknown niggas. <laughs> you know what? I think you do better with Dreamville than TDE, but it, it, it's all right, though. I feel you. I feel, I feel you like I'd get from. along with TDE, but no, I probably would get along with I, a lot better. I feel like yo, uh... <laughs> Your arsenal of sounds would be better and more proficient at TD. if you were at Dreamville. Yeah, like no, like you no, could like, <laughs> no, I'm saying like you could call Cole, you could call Smino, you can call Loot, you can call Earth Gang, you can call uh Ari Linux and shit on the other side. Nice. Like TD, you can call. Uh, you can call. Um, Isaiah Rashad, if you want to, that might lead to something else. Uh, you can call Schoolboy Q. He likes me. Like, 
<laughs> you can call uh, Schoolboy Flattered, Q. but no. <laughs> you can call uh, Schoolboy Q, Sir. Scissor. Scissor. Who? Abs- uh, Scissor. Kendrick, whenever the fuck he... You can't, you, you can't call Kendrick no more. He ain't at TDE no more. So you have to per- personally it's know It's a him. direct line. It's you a, gotta hope. You gotta hope that you gotta hope that you do the, like the J Rock verse. It was like, yo, that that like, yeah, that shit was dope enough to where it was like, yo, Kendrick. Oh uh, no, Kendrick ain't even gonna listen to my, my verse on anything unless I pass the J Rock test. I gotta pass the J Rock test. Exactly, exactly. You gotta go there. Probably pass. You gotta go there first before you climb the ladder. So it's like, yo, what are you really doing, say? You know what I mean? It's like. Fuck, who else is there? You know what? I think you... You know I'll say this. Out the gate. I may not be sure at this moment that you rap better than Reason, but I can say this. You make better music than Reason. I always get Reason and Ransom mixed up in my head. Just- no, nah, Ran- Ransom's a nigga from... from- Jersey City. Yeah, free ransom. I still don't know who the fuck reason. He he he's out, nigga. Oh, he made bail. He he been out. Where, where you been? You went to prison, got out. Like he good now. How you clear up a Rico case in three weeks? What Rico case? In three weeks. Am I getting him mixed up with another Jersey nigga? You probably are. I am. I'm Ransom ain't surf. even in the streets no more like I'm that. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm thinking of Sue Surf. My bad. <laughs> this is why you don't, you know what I'm saying, champion everybody just because they black. That's why. Like, right there. <laughs> I was for sure. Uh, I'm like, d- d- hold up, Paul. Like, you didn't even Rico say <laughs> Ransom the name Ransom doesn't even sound all three in of the language of English. Reason look. But reason Ransom and Sue Surf look alike. Sue? They look alike. That's what throws me about all three of them. Because Ransom and Reason is close in name, and Reason Ransom and Sue Surf look alike. So and all well, I don't know <laughs> reasons from Jersey the Sue oh, Surf. Street niggas, what do you mean? <laughs> Obviously, Rico case, nigga. <laughs> Fuck. Apparently, look, is it the same people that listen to Sheck West? Don't disrespect Sue Surf like that. Different hood, same type of people. <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Don't disrespect Sue Surf like that. <laughs> look. Shout out to them niggas rolling, and you know what I mean. But don't disrespect. If all of Harlem showed up for Shaq West when he was in a, like when he was in the cast, bro, that's love. Stop. It. That's love. <laughs> that's love, bro. I don't care what you talk about, bro. That's love. Wait, Shaq West died? No. When, when he was on the scooter and shit, when his leg was broke, Mo Bamba. Oh my god, you the one that sent me the Obama track. Uh, yeah, and I'm disappointed in check. Word. Yes. Word. Yes. I'm disappointed. Check in what's check. my bars? 
He do. And I told you niggas that while he was yelling, you know what I told you niggas he had bars outside of the yelling. You niggas didn't listen. You said all he do is yell. He put out another song where he was rapping and y'all niggas said he wasn't yelling. Fuck y'all. <laughs> y'all smurdered the nigga without him even being smurdered. <laughs> yeah. Was why this I fuck with Shaq West now. He was rapping. I fuck with Shaq. I fuck with Shaq West now, though. (laughs) I fuck with Shaq West. Soon as he got up off the little scooty tray, his knee. Soon as he got his knee right and started yelling, (laughs) stop yelling. You niggas was like, "Oh, why you trying to rap?" He was just rapping when he was yelling. Yo, look, look. look, You know what? This is why I know I fuck with Shaq West. He was a real nigga. He was he was just shouting out his homie. You can't shoot a video my brother like that without being a real nigga. He was just shouting out his homie. I think he was. He was just shouting out my bomber. That's all he was doing. He like yo that nigga from home. That nigga had one of the greatest looks of that year. I was just about to say he had one of the greatest hooks of that year, and nobody recognized it. Everybody said, uh, he's talking about that one basketball play. Uh, that shit hype, but that shit ain't no real record. You, that nigga stickers, I got hoes, call, call, Mo, bubble, mo, bubble, mo, bubble. That shit's Fuck hard, them, bro. <laughs> that shit's hard, bro. Oh, oh my favorite, my favorite it's line of that song is the first line of the first verse, nigga. Young Shaq West, yeah, I'm getting really rich. That shit hard. <laughs> you believe that, nigga? He's still in Brooklyn, but you believed it when he said it. <laughs> <laughs> He's still in Brooklyn. You know that's not a bad place to be right now. It's gentrified. Depends right? on where you bad. at. Yeah, depends on where you at in Brooklyn, but. Right. One would think if you're gonna yell that loud for money, you would leave. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had that conversation. Niggas that live in places like Atlanta, New York, LA, Detroit. Like, get, no, like not 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 so much Detroit. Uh yeah, Miami, no, we will move. We leave. We yeah, leave. I would say Miami. We, we will go to like, West Bloomfield real quick. <laughs> real shit, real shit. Houston motherfuckers want to believe it, but nah, nigga, y'all still underground. Like, really, for real, for real. Like, y'all niggas. Nah, I think we got y'all that. niggas. Houston niggas will leave. Houston niggas will leave too. They the way, leave. The, the way I hear about niggas talk about Texas, I, I've never been, but the way I hear about niggas talk about it, I feel like Houston is just, it's like Detroit in a sense where it's just that big. It has some nice parts. Like, you know how Detroit has. Yeah, pockets of like mansions and really nice parts, even though it's still smack dab. Yeah, to get it's a nice part of Detroit, not yeah. like the county, not the metro area. I'm talking about in Detroit, <laughs> like it's little pockets. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what niggas mean when they talk about Houston, but I feel like we misconstrued it because Houston is probably really that fucking big. Yeah, but here, here here's the thing though. I feel like Houston people. It's like the, when it comes out to the music scene and shit, that's urban music. Meaning R&B, soul, rap. It's not that well acknowledged in shit in the state of Texas. Really, for real, for real. Because predominantly it's a country state. Probably. 
You know what I mean? So it's like you really have these pockets of hip hop or different music and R and B and soul and shit to where it's, every state, it's like every state has their pockets of different genre. Nigga, you think they making yeah. rap in Muskegon? They probably make no, they making folk music or country music or some shit. Nah, well, yeah. <laughs> they don't never come to Detroit for nothing. They don't know nobody there. They fuck with Muskegon and but, hey, but here's the thing though. The driving force of hip hop, I mean uh of mu- music when you think when the, the rest of the country of the nation thinks Michigan as far as music, first thing they think of is Detroit. And if and the first place you think of is Detroit, the probably the first place or first music you think of is rap. Eminem. Rap. Eminem. No, no. Yep. Rap. <laughs> yeah, rap. But you, you know, I'm saying if you from anywhere on the globe, first place, first person you probably think of would be Eminem. The most popular song Probably, especially him being from Detroit, would be "Lose Yourself." You would as- immediately associate the, the like the state of Michigan to rap music. If you looked at Houston, this is implying. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, te- the state of Texas. I'm sorry, the state of Texas. You can be like, all right, country. We we yeah, we but we can go to Dallas hip hop. We can go to uh, a fossil. We can like, like we can go to a bunch of different places, but we still have underground king, kings, underground kings, and we have the queen bee. Beyonce isn't all like she's R and B soul pop. She's she's that. That's not the demographic of what Texas is. So when you think of Texas, it's a whole different sound. It's if not you, predominantly hip-hop. If you so you, like, at, you would see like somebody would be like, all right, if I'm not going to get acknowledged and I'm a dope hip-hop artist and shit and I'm really spitting them bars from Apostle or Austin or whatever, what's the odds? You might, you might leave. Naturally, you would because you know it's like it's like trying to be a Hollywood movie nigga in Detroit. It's not going to work. It'll, you, you'll get some notoriety to a point moving around Michigan, trying to be an actor and do things. But if you want that, you got to go to L.A., baby. You can't just stay home. <laughs> you said some shit that I told my parents years ago. <laughs> um, like, like, like regarding me and shit. You can go uh, to Paris. Still not going to be the same. You got to go to L.A. if you want that. <laughs> you want country music. First thing niggas think of, no matter where you are in the world, it's going to be two states that come out their mouth. It's going to be Tennessee Texas or Tennessee. Yep. yep. <laughs> Texas and Tennessee. That's like, the that's first me. two niggas is saying. <laughs> you know, Graceland and every... Every country singer known to man is from Texas. That's why I find that. That's why I find. Matter of fact, did I did I say on the podcast that I uh, I watched the Elvis movie, the who movie, the Elvis movie, the new one? Yeah, Tom Hanks was it good? I heard good reviews. All right, all right. So we haven't talked about it. Matter of fact, let's talk. I heard good reviews. I I haven't watched it. I I just heard like two months some of the soundtrack. Yeah, I heard half of the soundtrack. Yeah, so I watched the movie. And I thought the trailer was really stupid. 
I, it was, I saw the trailer and I was like, you know what? The trailer. You don't need to make do... this movie. Why is Tom Hanks even wasting <laughs> yeah. his time? Like... Yeah, the, the the trailer didn't do any justice to the context of the movie. Context. And I kind of looked at it like this. I've always been an Elvis hater. And the reason why I'm an Elvis hater really? is the reason. Hear me out. No, I'm just I'm saying, Elvis... I really like him. Yeah, I'm an Elvis hater because he won. I'm an Elvis fan hater. The fans hail him as the king of rock and roll. One, me being the music historian that I am, Chuck Berry holds that throne to me. I think even I think his fans are different. Even Elvis will tell you, yeah, I took that shit from Chuck. No, no, definitely. I watched him do it, and then I just matter of fact, it's gonna be a let this bitch breathe. Like, we talking, we talking about it. Now. We talking about it. Now. And I, I thought I already spoke something about it to you or something about it. Like, but all right, yeah, I, I, let's that's, talk. That's the movie I did with. I would think from what you said to me, period, and on here, I would think you would give less than a fuck about that than you do about Halloween. Like, I was, I was curious. That's not a movie I'm watching. Things like, oh yeah, Joe's gonna like that. Like, it's not. No. I love music. I love like the music takes. Sometimes it's a different perspective on a musician's context on who they are or from where the story is being told from. So I was going to say it depends and on the story because there are a lot of joints. Yeah, but, but, but my whole fuck you on Elvis and my stance on Chuck Berry being the king of rock and roll and uh, the, uh, the disacknowledgement of the music industry to black culture and the black involvement and writing and constructing these songs that are rock and roll and it's being stolen from them and put onto uh to white artists yeah yeah i uh, like yeah like we, we we know how i feel about that we know how i feel about that well no i was As, just saying uh, just because it was an elvis movie i would think automatically you'd be like good I was like, curious I, the way you reacted the, to the social media question. That's how I thought you would react to the idea of an Elvis movie. <laughs> what? But I'm I had seen, yeah. Up. But when I say it, like it's a, I had seen two different, like one was like a mini series and one was like another biopic of Elvis and shit. And my dad is a fan of all things white music. He has no rhythm in his soul. What's so fucking ever. Uh, as far as far as an old classic sound and shit, when I mean like, you can like uh, Jailhouse Rock and be black. Calm down. Yeah, but he he likes doo wop, son. What's wrong with doo wop? Doo wop is fun. I like doo wop. When I'm at Henry Ford Museum, I tried to explain to him the rhythm, like the reason why a bass drum actually exists in music once, and it was just like, <laughs> like, I, like it, it, it was, it was it already was really sounds simple. hilarious. It, I was, it was really simple. It was like I had on some Amy Winehouse when we was going to fucking discount tire to go get a tire, and it, like just to appease him, just because it wasn't rap. It wasn't T.I. It wasn't Jeezy. Yeah, it, it was something else that I enjoy 
then I'm like, all right, this is mellow enough that he should not complain. And this nigga had the nerve to complain about the bass drum and why it was overly beady. And I'm just like, nigga, oh my God. I'm like, fam, everything is not four niggas in a quartet trying to like harmonize shit but anymore. It's not that, it's just not real music. That's lies. <laughs> like that, that's nigga, lies. Somebody's lied to you. How old is your pop? Uh, 70. 70? Okay, so they the same era. My mom's 65, bro. She has been listening to me listen to hip-hop for, I'm, I'll am i be 29 next week. Shout out to me. My birthday's coming up. I'll be 29 next week. Hey, listening, oh, that's bastard. Fuck you. She's been listening to me listen to hip-hop for at least the last 21 years, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> In that time, at some point, you would think she would have found something she likes in hip-hop rather than just the beat or the delivery of certain people. Nope. Nope. It's Temptations all day, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> if it ain't that, it ain't music, nigga. It's not that it ain't music. It's just noise. And you should probably turn that shit down a little bit. <laughs> there was she one moment. She, like, she likes new niggas, but it's like... I, like today, today. I know. I know my dad likes Robin Thicke. Like I know, I know he likes that type of music. Today is the perfect example. My mom is a Nas fan. She likes multiple Nas songs. I played King's Disease three today in the car. Got halfway through the album, and she was like, "Can you turn this nigga the fuck off, please?" And I'm hearing shit to me that I'm like. This is insane. I've never heard Nas do this one. This production is amazing. And I'm just trying to absorb yeah, thing with as boy. much as I can. And she's sitting there just hearing something completely different. And I'm like, what the fuck? Are you serious? You don't, you don't get this? Really? No? 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 She would have preferred if I turned on the podcast. So I did. But then I went right back to King's Disease 3 and of course she hit me with the What? <sighs> Really? Look, it's a, it's, I know it's a, I know it's a, a not a culture. I know it's a, a age thing, a, a gap and whatnot. But you would think, I like to think, when we're 70, 60 years old, whoever is the new niggas in the rap will at least give it a listen. We ain't just gonna be like, nah, if it ain't eighty year old, nah, no, I, 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 re- I really care what? enough about hip hop to where I never want to fall out of it. But what's good to me and what's not does really make a fucking difference. But you don't know what and, you don't like until it's, it's like the social media thing. You don't know what you don't like until you hear it. And you, it's yeah. not that you don't like and, it. It might have been the first time you heard it and you didn't like it that time. Or that, but then, but there also might be certain things, like, yeah. for example, that I don't know why I like it, but then until I realize why I like it. Like, Samino's album. Like, That's another person you tell me about all the time, but I've never heard. Yeah, like, Samino's album. I'm like, I like, I, Dreamville niggas. Like, uh, like I like his album. Like the first time I listened to it, I was like, "What the fuck? Why do, why do I feel like I need to listen to this again?" Like, it, like it felt like there was nothing significant to say about it. Right. But I'm like, "Why do I feel like I need to listen to this again?" 
and I'll listen. It's good. It's not great. It's not mind blowing or anything like that. But it's a really good project, like for him. But the reason why I thought, but reason why I was like, I realized like why I like it and shit, like Earth Gang and Loot, because I'm like these niggas are pretty much birthed from Outcasts. Like if Outcast had a bunch of eggs and shit, like they was birds and just plopped them shits out in the nest, it would be them. Uh, and whether they and whether they choose to acknowledge it or not, that music man, like they come from that music and it's still good. It is okay. Wait, before I say this, I'm, I don't want to sound that stupid. Internet money is that a song or a band? That's an Earth Gang song, right? I Internet think it money. is. I think it is. The point is, I get what you mean by that outcast reference. I don't know if Internet Money is a band, too, that makes music that sounds like that, or if Earth Gang made the song Internet Money, and I just blurred the lines in my head. But I completely get what you mean. They're definitely part There's of a fat white kid that looks like, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, Maybe it is a group. R- white boy Rick. Maybe it is a group. Hold on. Let me check. Oh, my phone's dead. Called Internet Money. No, it's a group. It's like a. How did the song start? I don't know if it's a group, but it's a song. I know there's the Internet. I, I listen to them. But that's a. That's not what I'm talking about. I know them too. That's not what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I would say that's a Odd Future. No, I'm thinking of. Maybe, maybe it's just a song. I think it's Earth Game, but. Regardless, yeah, that outcast thing, I can totally get the problem though with Earth Gang is too much going a lot like an outcast record, too much going going on one song. The difference is outcast is two niggas. Yeah, Earth Gang is two niggas. Really? You didn't know that this entire time? I thought it was like an alternative band of niggas that rapped. No, like on some what's the niggas called? Slum uh, Village is I'm not Slum Village. Uh, fuck. What, they they, they Brock, did a fucking Brockhampton. Brockhampton. I thought it was like Brockhampton. I thought it was like that. No, 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 no. They did a project together. It was like Earth Gang. Uh, oh shit, Jay Worthy released some shit. Uh, it was like uh Earth Gang. J.I.D., Smino, Lou, Omen, like, they did, like, they own kind of, like, Revenge of the Chaser shit. Or uh, Revenge of the Dreamer shit. But, uh, I have to look for it. It's in my library, but I only gave it, like, a couple listens. It was it was trash, in, in my opinion, because it was, like, I'm really only a couple good songs on it. Well, regardless, like I said, my point was that I think even with them niggas... Spillage Village. That's what it was. J.I.D. and Earth Gang. Okay. I think even with them niggas being who they are and what they do, Dreamville, I don't think that'd be the place for me, bro. I think it would be, bro. Like, somebody has to... But okay, like this. 
be indifferent than the rest. But how different? Because Baz is from New York. How different can you be? I think from LA. I thought she was from Chicago. Whichever Minnesota. She she's not from the South. Then the Detroit nigga, you got every Southern nigga that ain't Lil Wayne and Jeezy. Why not? Nigga, Lil Wayne and Jeezy isn't the standard to hold yourself to today. I'm Lil just Lil saying that Jeezy was the, 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 that was a point to the punchline, but okay, all right. I know I, I get what the fuck it meant. I'm just saying, if it's me, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm doing that. I'm just saying, whatever. <laughs> all right, episode uh, 229, nine millennial millennials podcast on space media. I'm exhausted. Oh, I'm tired. I'm, t- I'm tired. You, you want to get the fuck out of here before you talk about goddamn the baby's bogo sale, nigga? It's bogo. How you nah, gonna fact, down free? Bible matter of fact, not free, like man? I was supposed to be uh, doing. Uh, let that bitch breathe on some shit that we was talking about before we get out of here. Wasn't nah, you? You directed me from the conversation. It wasn't Nas, it was something else. We we didn't start talking about it, but we talked about it before we started recording. Yeah. Shit. Album was it, it. it really res- like escaped my mind. Because we like loss, went right? away from it. He did her loss, right? Was it her loss? No, it was, it was that was last shit year. that you didn't see or hear about That we were supposed to. So, oh, the Elvis movie. There we go. Yeah, there we yeah, go. We, yeah, we got off bang track. back yeah. it. All right, so yeah, so the Elvis movie. Uh what I was watching it initially for was the acknowledgement of. All right, I'm gonna cut this some bail. If you acknowledge the effect that black music had on him and his career. I'll cut it to bell. Is, is that not in there? It's in there. I, I got that from the trailer. It, the, it, the whole trailer it, centered around Martin. Or I'm not going to say it's centered around it, but it was a part of, it was a significant part of the trailer. Martin's uh, story yeah. was involved in there. Or Martin's assassination was involved in there. Because it was, it was. I'm gonna say it. It, it was. It wasn't that much in it. It was like the whole bitch. It, it wasn't that was much like important. Of the trailer, bro. What it wasn't that much of an importance to the whole shit. It It wasn't. Well, they made it, it seem like it in the trailer because I was like, "Why are you making it?" Nah, but they acknowledged the that, that. like what the fact that his love for music came from when. <clears throat> His uh, mom and them was poor and shit, and they had to live in the ghettos with the black people. And like they like they would him and his black homies and shit would sneak uh sneak and watch the blues players and shit, and go to the church to see like like the like gospel and shit, and how dramatic that was, and how the music really took control of. How it was an influence to him. Yeah, how that influenced his whole shit. That's kind of dope. I can see that be kind of dope. Because you don't think about Elvis as like, well, at least I've never thought about Elvis till you said that as a person. It's like... He was Eminem. Let me put like... Well, yeah, I was going to say like a little nigga running around with little niggas. 
Yeah, well, like, things. yeah, like <laughs> I, I, I knew that, but as the <laughs> the story depicted, like the movie depicted, it, it was like, yeah, he was really Eminem. He he was in the hood. The first bunch. Yeah, like he was in the hood with a bunch of niggas, and he picked up a lot. Like he was kicking in, uh, like in Memphis, where all the blues singers and like all like he knew BB King and all that. Like they was homies because he was the white boy that was like cool enough to hang, and it was he was that guy. You know what I mean? Like the way it was depicted, and I was like, all right, so you giving the acknowledgement to. He had to be around this to get that. First off, the soundtrack is amazing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even gonna hold that up. Like, who, all of it. But who? I no, I didn't hear the like. The, the, I'm talking about for the movie. It within the movie. I didn't hear the. Oh, you mean the actual? Score was dope. Yeah. No, I'm saying like the the mix within the shit because you know certain things is on the soundtrack, but yeah, you yeah. hear the phone it's full a song. Of both. Yeah. yeah, that mix within that shit is dope. Like. And that's the same guy that directed uh the Great Gatsby, and okay. added uh, and had uh, Jay Z do the. That. that shit's hard. I, I said uh, like half. I hate the, I hate the book. Fuck. I hate the original movie, but the way dude directed that shit with Jay Z's uh executive production over the music and shit, that shit was hard. The clips I've seen and the scenes I've seen from it. Bore me to death. Never seen it from start to finish, and never sat down and just put it on. Did, but what did I've you have to read the book movie, in high school? No, I think okay. I was I was probably assigned it. I just didn't do it because I feel like that was the first time I heard about it before the Leonardo movie. It was probably it being assigned, but I it was probably one of those ones where I was like, I have, I don't care about that book. Yeah, I, I cheated my way through it. Is a terribly is a terribly boring read, but. I was mad because it came out two years after I graduated or the year after. Yeah. And I read the, I had to read the book in uh, sophomore, yeah, sophomore year. But me and the homie in the basketball team and shit, his girlfriend was like really into the book and into English class. So she let us cheat off her shit because it was just intolerable. Like the original movie was just, the stuff that happens in the 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 Leonardo DiCaprio version, some of it happens in the original, but it don't happen the same way. Like it don't captivate you. Yeah, you know, like it don't make you keep watching. It's just like it's just telling the story of what happens in a book. It's like and then like this it, happened, and then this. Yeah, it, it's so boring and droll. Like it, it, it <laughs> like it, it, it's terrible. It, it's terrible. But the same guy did it in uh the same uh in the same context and like that mixing of the music with what's happening and the cinematics between everything that's happening within the I world. Like thought, it was really dope. Tell me, I always thought that was weird that niggas always use that as a highlight of that movie. Because I get it, it might have been over the top and really well done for the time, but or for the topic. But isn't that just a movie? What? The score matching the scenes and it being cut right and looking good and producing a feeling when you see. 
That's nah. just a fucking movie. <laughs> nah. This is a I, good I, movie. But I, I, I don't really think it it's a, I think there is a perfect balance to it. Because I think that something like I'll compare I'll, I'll compare uh one of my favorite soundtracks to favorite movies, for example. But like you said though, is that fair? Because like you said. Soundtracks don't always mean score. Sometimes it's a blend and just yeah. you cut it together. Yeah, but that's what I'm about it's to say. Just like a good shot. I, I, yeah, but I don't think because the Too Fast, Too Furious soundtrack was great. The music was okay. The music oh, of the album was mixed in, like was mixed into the movie. The like in, into the movie, but I don't think it. Added to or took away from the movie, you feel me? Like, but I do think it made notice to yo. That's a dope ass song to be like. If you was in a race and like that shit was on, that shit would be hard. Like, you 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 kind of got that from it. You feel me? So it's like the music kind of the movie added to the music. Right. You know what I mean? Even though the the music was added to the movie to. Well, I think when you're making movie, the movie, that, I think when you're making a movie, though, that's the point. the The music is supposed to accent the movie, not necessarily be the movie or make it better. But that's what I'm saying. Like for it just be a extra. But that's what you're talking. What you're talking about is what I'm saying. Which was dope about the Elvis movie is that the music from the soundtrack accented the movie. Right. Like it. It kind of like I think that's how it set, should be with yeah. like musical biopics. Yeah, how it should so, yeah, something like that. Yeah, the music I was is say, just like, something like that. For sure. Yeah, because you're watching a musical biopic. But yeah, you know, what an saying? about an a artist. biopic of an artist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was, it was dope in the sense of you were given the story of Elvis told from Elvis. It wasn't from his wife or anyone it was told from his manager and the manager was story interesting perspective it it's gave like, me it gave it, it changed my perspective on a lot of things in the way of and this one this one i was like damn i really know music or i really care about this shit like in a sense I never knew that Elvis never did an international tour. You would think somebody yeah, that should happen after the fact. He never did an international tour. Ever. No, I'm saying all of the love for him internationally came after. The no, it, no, it was already there. It was already there. He was set to do an international tour. That's what he wanted to do. But his manager had a gambling problem. And he was set back by some of the uh uh the mobsters that owned the casino that Elvis did a residency at. And it was supposed to be a short-term residency. And the show, the last show went so well, and he was something like, and dude was so in debt, well, at least the way it was painted in the picture, but dude was really in debt to the mob. Because of his gambling, that yo, you get an unlimited credit if you can just keep man's coming back up in there 
and filling up seats every single night. And Elvis was going to fire him because he knew that shit, like this nigga was fucking me over. So I'm going to fire him. Like money ain't right. His mom was the original person that was making sure the business and the money was right. She passed away. Like years prior. Pops was in inadequate. He was supposed to be in charge of the shit, but he wasn't. He didn't know what the fuck he was doing. All right. So when shit went down the hole and they realized that like the manager owned most of the everything him. Elvis tried to pull away, do the uh, international tour, make this money back, recoup with another uh, label like normal artists do. So, like, all right, I'm getting fucked. All right, cool. I'm going to go do this shit in Tokyo, China, all these places that want to see me, that never have gotten a chance to see me perform, make this bread on my own terms, and we Gucci. But because his manager did what he did, and he owned pretty much the majority of what Elvis had. Elvis was pretty much broke. His manager owned everything. At that point. So it was like, yo. So Tom Hanks is the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And it was like. I mean, that's beautiful in the sense of seeing Tom Hanks play the bad guy. That's fucked up for Elvis because, and it's kind of what uh shot sixty third. He brings up a point about nostalgia. It's one thing in the moment when Elvis is getting fucked. Who gives a fuck? Nobody but him. Nobody really knows. Today you can know all of that before the movie happens, and still not really know. But to see it. And watch it play out. And then what 63 said, you, you kind of have a nostalgia factor where because it's so old and the person is so big, pause in you know, to that degree, they end up in this thing where it's like you it is it's kind of a a rose-tinted lens situation. Well, you looking back on like, damn, that was fucked up. But you know, it was still good. Yeah, Elvis, my, I don't know how the movie ended, but I'm saying like, you you see those dynamics. You might not. The, the movie ended with Elvis. Elvis pretty much broke and they uh and shit. I mean, that's how it ended. What other way could it end? That's how like, it ended. Broke on a toilet. Look, look. In my opinion, like in my it's viewpoint, when it, when people talk about Fat Elvis. I always thought it was just a Las Vegas gimmick of being you. No, fat the nigga really to... OD'd on pills on the toilet. <laughs> no, I knew I, I I knew that part, but I'm talking about like when when people talk about Fat Elvis, I thought it was a gimmick that people on the Vegas Strip would do when they were trying to be Elvis and they were just overweight, but they're still trying to feel themselves and shit because they love Elvis. No, I didn't know that Elvis, like fat Elvis, was, was fat. A, yeah, and got to that point. Like nigga, <laughs> it was the pills and the fucking liquor. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> it was the pills and the liquor, but he was also in a like he was in a mode of depression because he was locked into that mode where he couldn't do because he was signed onto that mm-hmm. edge and like that yeah to that residency, unbeknownst to him, to be there and not be able to do that international tour. You said who he, 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 
Uh, shit. Who's his name? Because uh, you said he directed something else. The Great Gatsby. Yeah. That's a. I, I'm asking that because like it, it occurs to me as we're talking about it, like that's just to take Baz Lerman. Baz Lerman. 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 I've heard that name. Yeah. Yeah. To take an idea or a person and identify before you even get it done to identify an idea about somebody that hasn't necessarily been explored about that person, even though we think we know everything about that person or that thing, to take just a little piece of that and play that out however it played out or even exaggerate a little bit, that's that's some dope shit creatively. I wish David Gordon Green was like that. But yeah, that's some dope shit. I think I, I think it was dope in like I'll give it like a B, like I'm not like I, I. I will say that probably some like as a movie, I will say probably some of it was overstretched. I'm sure it was to especially make uh, the character that or the person that was being played by uh, Tom Hanks look a little bit more fucked up than he was at, in the moment. But he came from his manager came from the circus, right. So he understood. The fuck, you think he was gonna turn into a circus? No, <laughs> no. What he what he understood was how do we get the the money out of the pocket of the consumer and the all out of it? Now, like that was that was his whole thing. That's he didn't under circus. he didn't yeah, but he yeah exactly, but he didn't never understood. The love of music, the the how the artistry uh, part, yeah, the artistry, like <laughs> what makes him like just put on a show. What do yeah. you mean? Just do yeah. the show. He knew Elvis was Elvis, work but like he that. didn't know what made Elvis Elvis. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't know that the because when he got arrested for gyrating and shit and shit like during the concert Which because they told him like don't do that. Which That's just as insane. Those are two twerking. white men that have been arrested for those two particular incidents. And the second one is Lenny Bruce talking shit on stage. Those are two white men that got arrested at a time in history where it's like, white or not? Really? One got arrested for dancing. The other one got arrested for saying, fuck you. He didn't even say fuck you, but it was the equivalent to fuck you in the 50s. And it was like, Oh, you can't talk to a crowd of people like this. Call the police. And yeah. they had that nigga arrested with the microphone yeah. in his hand. <laughs> they they took it out of his hand and put him in handcuffs. <laughs> and the way they made it seem in the movie was that because Elvis was around black people and he was influenced by it. He's a nigger. When, no, no. Well, that when <laughs> shit when shit happened. To the black community, like when Martin Luther King got killed, that that's the point that you was referring to. Earlier. No, that's how they put it in the trailer. The description yeah. you're giving makes it sound way more interesting. Yeah, what like, they did in the it, trailer was garbage. Yeah, like it, 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 like I said, it didn't do it justice. It, it looked like he was just kind of like shit. Like he was down with what Martin Luther King was doing. 
because it was kind of like y'all been telling me I can't be around people that I've already been around because I'm white and they can't be around me. (laughs) Right. Because you know, like of the same exact thing, you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it it hit a certain way where I was like, all right, it, it looked like he was down for, you know, for the whole shit, but he wasn't a smart person. I would say he was an artist. He was a person that had a craft, had a talent, and if his somebody that was looking out really for his best interest in his corner, not for them, not for themselves, not to sell tickets or to make a griff or whatever the fuck, like was just out for his best interest, was behind him, he would have went way farther. The drugs in that sense, where he died from, sent me down a whole wormhole of classic white celebrity uh, deaths on YouTube. (laughs) And I came across this, uh, fuck, I can't remember the page's name, but he did a whole video on the conditions that Hollywood, the music industry, at a certain point in time was pretty much putting just on they peoples. Like at a at a certain point in time, like nigga, if you were signed to a studio, you you could be signed to a studio as an actor, nigga. You couldn't do if you signed to Universal yeah, you can't nigga, do nothing else Yeah, that. you can't do shit for you so WB. Yep. And it would be like dumbass like fucking like contracts like 12 years, eight movies. You know what I mean? It'd be crazy shit. You can't even do shit for that would be made specifically for you because your contract with them. You know what I mean? It was it was raw out here in the streets. But he was uh saying like people like Judy Garland, Elvis Presley, a couple other people were under this guise of and even Judy Garland, he was, it was mostly the explanation of, like, she was a, a girl working 18, 16-hour days. And they like, well, you want to be the, you, you're the star of the movie. You got to fucking do this shit. And she would be exhausted, and then we'd give her a pill for it. And she would get hungry in the middle of a set, and they get her appeal for it and then you wonder why she her liver failed and she fucking passed away early i saw her daughter talking about, i watched the um it was on shutter it was on shutter when i was going on my uh my, my spooky month shit where i was watching everything on shutter you know because it was october and halloween motherfucking i saw this thing it was a documentary about the horrors that it basically took to make the the real life horrors of the making of the wizard of oz movie you know that scene where outside of judy garland being on the pills and everything and her daughter was in there talking about some i don't even blame my mom for having the problem 
I blame more so the time because niggas didn't know they were feeding her pills that would get her to that point because they didn't know nothing about the pills at the time. It was kind of the industry thing. You just did that shit, keep motherfucker going. The, she didn't know, no, like nobody really knew any better. So much so to the point, dog, the making of that movie, you know that snow scene in the Wizard yeah. of Oz? That's real asbestos. Yeah, I know. Like asbestos. They were playing yeah. like the, the thing that they tell you, hey, do not inhale, get away. Yeah, they was playing in that shit like it was real snow, nigga. It was the snow substitute at the time because they didn't know how fucking dangerous it was. Yeah, I watched the uh the Judy uh movie with Renee Zellweger uh playing uh Renee who the fuck is Renee Zellweger? But uh, what was that other Chappelle show skit that came to life this week? It was one. It was a skit that he did years ago that came to real life this week. You saying that just sparked my memory. It was a real life Chappelle show skit from like thirty, almost said thirty years ago, twenty years ago, that fucking happened this week, and it was like that literally happened in Chappelle show. I'm oblivious to me, bro. I'm playing a lot of Call of Duty in 2K. I'm sorry. What the fuck was it? It wasn't something with Biden. It was like, it was some nigga shit, I feel like, but it was like, yo, that was literally a Chappelle skit. Everything know. happens in Boondocks or Chappelle and it's coming to real life. But I watched the uh, the Judy uh, movie. Well, I, I want to say I watched the whole thing. I watched it like halfway because I was just like, yo, this shit's fucked up. Right. And like, it wasn't like Renee wasn't acting and shit. But you knew at that point, Burton, like if you knew like the asbestos and how they was pushing pills on her and shit, like she was like a legit, she was fucked up. Yeah. She was like legit uh junkie. Julie Garland is the one that started the uh the rumor of the midgets. Well, little people, but Remember the, the munchkins? The lollipop guild? Yeah, she started that room. She went on Jack Parr show one night. Fucked up. Fucked up. I'm talking about like mad liquor and probably coke and cigarettes. Went on there one night and was like, you know how these motherfuckers be? They, like, they showed the clip in the shit I watched. And you know these motherfuckers be getting together and partying and fucking and shit. Those midgets hated her for that for decades. <laughs> They still <laughs> those midgets. Like, you know what I mean? Christ. <laughs> those dwarves, those little people. Sorry, I'm used to just saying it like that. Those dwarves held that with good reason because it fucked up their reputation for years, nigga. <laughs> Decades. Yeah. And like Sixty Third just said, there's almost famous. There's a, there's mad famous movies that influence generations to do mad weird shit in the street. He's like, oh, oh shit. He said, I swear to God. Boys, uh, movies like Boys in the Hood, Scarface gave young niggas ideas to do bad shit. We just, talk, I don't know if you were in here for that, but yeah, we just talked about that, nigga. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> you know what? I got to come back for it. You do an ad. Uh, I got to take a piss. We'll trade off. I'll do an ad. Hey, I'm not doing an ad. What the fuck I look like doing an ad? What an ad? Fuck is an ad. I'm just talking to you. You know what? You know what's up right now. You know what's up right now. It's podcast. So I think we're doing pretty good. And my new project, Resurrection Therapy, is out right now. 
You should go listen to it on all streaming services, all platforms. Go buy the album on iTunes or get it cheaper on Bandcamp. Don't you want to save some money and give it all to me, 100%? There we go. That's what I'm talking about. And, uh, of course, the podcast is brought to you by Anchor, Zoom, and now, I guess, Restream. Zoom and Restream are not paying us to say that, but Anchor is. And by is, I mean like a tenth of a penny. So it's not much, but we're here, damn it. And um, I need to refill my drink and run to the bathroom when he comes back. I hope y'all are having a good day. I had a pretty decent Saturday or Friday. I think now I'm going to sound like a, a, what what do you call it? I'm going to sound like a Republican real quick. I think now is a time for healing and uh, coming together. Uh, what they call it, meeting on both sides of the aisle. Because it's the weekend, bitch. Enjoy it. Don't blame me. Blame the Delion. A63, if you're still in here, I like your, uh, your points you made on that. I think that that uh, makes a lot more sense than most people give it credit for. Maybe you'll catch some of what we were talking about on the vibe if you go back and watch you know, whatever you might have popped in or popped out for. But yes, that is, like I said, touche. I'm going to urinate now myself. Your turn. Ha <laughs> ha. Uh, but to, I do agree with, uh, like, what uh, one of our guys in the chat said with movies like Scarface, Boys in the Hood did inspire us as a community to do really do some fucked up shit because we glorified it. And I think that's a, a problem with the way certain things are depicted in films and movies is the glorification of how we do shit. You know what I mean? It's not the why we do shit. It's the, Oh, we're doing it to, and we're going to make it look cool. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, Rags the Riches story is always admirable. That's always something that people are always going to appeal to because if you don't got shit, the movie that's going to inspire you, uh, that has that person that has some way to attain shit is going to always appeal to you. Whether you got, whether it's drugs, whether it's uh, trafficking of some sort, whether it, it's whatever, it, it's always going to appeal to you because it's like yo I ain't got you and if that's the way I gotta get it that's an inspiration and in no way means that it is right but then you have those movies that are underrated because or undervalued I should say because the point isn't that obvious like Goodfellas. Goodfellas is a gangster movie. But the point in the the like within the end is you sustain true to who you are, what you do, how you do it. You never have to live in any shame, any uh uh guilt about what you do 
because you know you're there. You know that's what you do. And you're like, what you're in for, what you're doing, that's the thing. At the end of the movie, Henry Hill felt bad about himself in Goodfellas. Because everything that he was born to do, well, I mean, like, what, what swore to do, it was down to do, he went against. Yeah, yeah, ended up doing the opposite of everything you stood for. <laughs> and he felt sick to his stomach about it. Because he won. That's like, why good that, is different, though. Yeah, but that, that but that's why I was saying uh saying to the point to uh man's in the chat. As bad as Boys in the Hood and Scarface glorified shit, there's points that there's movies that are really deep gangster movies that have deeper points. I think both I think all three of those movies have even in their deeper points, none of them glorify they 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 glorify at the same Scarface guess, does. They, Scarface does. Boys in the Hood, I don't think does. I think it's more of a less a uh what you call that after school special. Yeah. But yeah. it's so much of a cult classic as far as the the culture. I would that say is the Scarface, one of the first referred or mentioned. I would say Scarface probably glorifies it more, but that's also why Scarface takes if you're really into the movie, then to use it for this example, Scarface really takes a hundred watches, no matter where you come from. If the concepts of that movie intrigue you, it takes a few, maybe of let's say a few dozen watches to get everything that you could intellectually get from that movie. Even if you never saw the bag of coke in your life, it's a lot to take from that movie, <laughs> good or bad. Just things that have nothing to do with drug dealing can influence you in a bad way in that movie, just off manipulation. And you can just see how niggas are what may or may not happen. You get a little nice little blueprint for a lot of things in that movie if you want to use them a certain way. <laughs> Yeah, not like, all movies are like that. Goodfellas is the same way in the sense that it kind of, in the sense that outside of the action part, it does that same thing in the sense that it takes 20, 30 watches to be like, I never caught that when I was 15 and saw this first. Yeah, but the, <laughs> the, 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 the intricacies of what makes the movie is one thing. It's the lessons that end up within the story like i think if you or something like like we said at the beginning of this podcast or with mid midway now don't rob or run out on the plug don't fuck sosa and you don't have a tony montana situation you don't have a hundred haitians waiting for you when you get home right <laughs> Whatever like, your hundred Haitians is, they're not there if you don't fuck the plug. <laughs> right. No like, reason to plug to call them. <laughs> like you don't have <laughs> like you don't have that situation at all. You know, and things like one of my favorite gangster movies, favorite all time, casino. Oh because there's so I forgot about that. That's one of the so movies. many. That's up there with the other ones I named in terms of first watch was like, what? <laughs> I grew, 
I watched Casino. I introduced my wife to Casino. I and she was like, some girls to Casino. And she was like, yo, this shit is why? Like, this is the first Martin Scorsese movie my wife watched all the way through. I introduced my wife to Martin Scorsese. So like, make her sit through the, the Jimmy Hoffa shit with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, she's watched Irishman, uh, The Departed, uh, Goodfellas, Casino. Yeah, like she she's seen all those with me because she like she had no introduction to Marty. Right. So watching like Casino, like Casino was one she was really into, but it's a really good movie off the rip of just there's so many things that happens within it. Is is you have your the 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 betrayal of your homie, you got the betrayal of your bitch, like uh the the like the the mafia lifestyle uh uh running numbers and keeping your shit in check business like there's a million (laughs) different like the whole story of casino and it's adapted from a true story it's not based on a true story so you have to really look in on the real people that it's based on and shit you know what i mean like when you really like Look into that. It, it's a wild story. It's insane that all these things happen. Yeah, kind of. That's the name. Well, yeah. Uh, it's it, it, it's insane that all these things happen within this one story, and like surrounding the, just these simple people that are adapted. But the truth is, it's like, yo, story is what it is. Like a lot of. I grow every time I watch Casino. Um, let, let, me, let me put it like that. But like, like, like 63rd, we talked about that earlier too. That's a good point, but that feeds into what you just said. 63rd just said um, mentalities tend to change over the years. You ever ask yourself why street rappers don't get out the hood when they become famous? It's conditioning. Context. Context and conditioning is every fucking thing. That's I think a lot of point shit. of this podcast is in context and conditioning because everything we have talked about from Kyrie and Kanye to our take on movies and how we perceive even the fucking how what's the best seat in the house context. Come on, dog. One of uh, the best drawings that uh, came out this year was Street Crib uh, by Jeezy. Yeah. Like, I like that and Scarface. Yep. Those are two of my favorites. Yeah, that shit's hard. This is like, how, but I like Big I heard Snow. Scarface. Big I was Snow like, how did you hard. not write this ten years ago? Yeah, Big Snow is hard though. Big Snow hard. I felt like I listened to that whole project. I did. I felt like the ending should have sounded bigger than it did, which I think is Big Snow right at the end, or that's the second. Big Snow is the yeah. Big Snow is the. Third to last. All right. There's one more, and then it's the last song. song is when it ended, it was like that's it. Should have been better. Yeah. Like, I feel like there would have been like a bigger ending to because the buildup was so amazing. Man. The middle of that album. Man. Man. But to get to the end, it was like, it's over. Where's the next song? Nigga? <laughs> that's it. You left off with that? Like, the fuck. Yeah, like that's 
all we get cool but yeah nigga it's yeah it's a it's a cyclical or it's a cyclical or is that the word cyclical i don't even know what you're trying to say you ain't speaking english it's a cyclone it goes it, it goes it, it feeds each other it's a yeah. self-feeding but, thing yeah, but street cred was one of the best songs i heard this year because it, it was like I like, just copped a mansion with no street cred. Like, you don't need street cred to really get shit. Like, street street cred is only worth so much. It's really, a, like, it's not no wash nigga shit saying that. Like, it's really only worth so much. It's not even that. And It's like, worth I, and I feel what that. it is to you. Whatever yeah, but, you identify your street cred as from what you've done, other people can validate that for you and be like, yeah, no, that nigga was there. He did that. But you walk around every day with or without that, right? Yeah. If you feel like you do because you know what you did, can't nobody take that from you. Million dollar deal with no street cred. I've never been yeah. the type of nigga that felt like just because I never owned a whole block. I never sold no bricks full time. That my fucking street stories aren't worth just as much as a nigga who has. That, that, that yeah. it's still an experience. Oh. It's still just as real. Yeah. <laughs> like one hundred percent. But I also know that your street, like for me, and I think Jeezy understood that. Like that's why I like the song. Like you understand that. Just because you did some shit, don't mean you don't mean that, that doesn't give you a pass to be like I'm the guy I did everything. Right? Fuck are you? And it, yeah, and it don't mean that you're not fool, nigga. It don't mean that somebody ain't trying you can to always be that. Yeah, it don't. It don't mean that ain't a bigger shark out there trying to get your ass. It does not mean that. It does not mean that you good. Matter it is fact, not. You are the top nigga if you are really that nigga. That's when I, I don't know. I've never been that guy, but I feel like if I was that guy, that's the moment when I'm treading water the lightest, nigga. I'm trying to make sure every step I take is calculated because I know all you niggas want my head. <laughs> I know y'all waiting for that one wrong step. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like street care, street cred don't mean shit. We make it seem like street cred means shit. Like. No, it only means as much to you as you're willing to give it. In certain situations, when you Jeezy and you going to talk to niggas in Def Jam, all them bricks that you sold don't mean a fucking thing. Yeah, and <laughs> and I and and you know, and there's a little bit of context to when I do believe certain motherfuckers be like, "Yo, I never left the hood." I think that really means this, and like, and if we're really gonna be real, this is me when they say "never left the hood." That just means that, nigga, you from Atlanta and you never left Atlanta. You just moved it to Bankhead. But some niggas like, don't know that, though. It's like, yeah, that's but, like saying, like, like certain shit with driving. Some niggas don't know in, like, outside of Michigan that a Michigan U is a thing. Yeah. You can be a nigga that sells all the records. Oh, nigga, when I saw a light for the first time for a Michigan U, I was mind blown. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Like y'all got a light that actually does this? It's called a Michigan U. You don't need one of these. Like, what is what is going on? If I'm not mistaken, I think 63rd is from Texas. We was talking about Texas. 
we would naturally pull some shit in Texas that we would get pulled over for naturally in Texas because in Texas they don't play that shit. But to us, it's like, why can't you do that? That's normal. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? That like, was a rule everywhere. Nah, nigga. Right. That's wild. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I just think that, uh, I just think it's silly. Like, like street cards just don't mean shit. It means what you. It, it's like the social media shit. I was. It's the context, bro. Is what it means to you. What does what Kanye and Kyrie said mean to you? To me, not fucking up my shit every day, and I don't feel like it discredits or credits me more or less as a black person, as a black man specifically. I don't think it. I don't give a fuck. I feel like they. Too I wouldn't. Say, I, w- I wouldn't say more or less you or I as a black person or credits or discredits and shit. And that's what uh, when Jalen Rose said what he said at the top of the week on the Jalen uh, and Jacoby podcast. He was like, "Look, let me identify my blackness one time." Like he he stopped the whole bitch. And was like, "Nah, I ain't gonna have no niggas playing on my name." But can't you identify right. your black outside of playing on your name? Can't you identify your blackness without talking down about another black person? You can call yeah, it and, crazy and, 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 and but that, but that, but that's, but that's what he ever did was dumb. Yeah, but that's what Jalen Rose did. Like Jalen Rose, who I I am anti uh, University of Michigan. Fuck them niggas. I am not a Wolverine. I'm Spartan. Right. Stay green. Oh, Go green. Around here. Uh, I acknowledge like fuck the blue. I but I acknowledge how he what and how and how he's done for our community in the city of Detroit. Before uh, my brother and my nephews and shit moved to Florida and shit, I wanted my nephew to go to the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. Like I wanted him to go there because I'm like, yo, you got a chance there. Like for real, for real. Like they giving chances, opportunities out over there via Jalen Rose and his academy and his school. I know one day Jalen Rose is going to be mayor of the city of Detroit. I know that's gonna happen. I feel like no. Don't talk down on that and like on that man that's done so much for our people in life. I mean, our people. He came up around the same time we did when the 98% of Detroit was black. Yeah, I could definitely see that nigga being mayor in like another. What are we like? We about to be 30. I can see in another like 15. Like 10 years, 10, 15. Yeah, 15, 20. I can see. Yeah. That. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Like on he some ain't. Dave Bean shit. Like, yeah, nigga, give me a chance. Yeah. And it, like, like, ahead, nigga, man. if it wasn't him, I could see Jamel Hill doing it. Now, I feel like Jamil is bigger and better than that job, but no, I think Jamil yes. is, uh, is is the lady we need because she ain't gonna take no shit from no motherfucking body. It's gonna and be that's like, look, exactly why I feel like she don't. She can do better. She can spin that energy better elsewhere. She she, she definitely could, but <laughs> it, it, it's like. Jamel is like Jamel was there too. You know what I mean? And those people, like, and I admire those people for speaking the way that they do and contributing what they do to what they and how they do and saying true to how they like, like to shit. It ain't because of the way everyone else in the world is feeling and how they think the shit thing should be conducted. 
Right. It has nothing to do with that. But it kind of always does, though, because even in motherfuckers saying, hey, we want to do this, we want to do that, we want things to be like this, it always, because it's an agenda, it naturally always falls to the criticism of, well, why did you do that for that specific, why was that a specific thing? Why was that the reason you did that? It becomes like Sissy Third said, a vicious circle. You just go from, I'm not, I don't like this. I want answers. Let's say you get your answers. Okay, you get your answers, problem solved. Okay, next issue. Ah, nope. That's why black people now are so up in arms about. Why are we more up in arms about Kanye and Kyrie than we are about the fact that people is talking to us weird? Just like the Jews are. The Jews are mad at. The ones that are mad are mad that you said the shit and you said it like that. Why we don't get just as mad when niggas criticize our niggas for all intents and purposes. Our niggas for saying some shit that's really not that crazy to say, but out of context can lead one to believe you may have meant something else. <laughs> It doesn't mean just because you didn't context it right that you were wrong, though. Because I, I think in the but sense of saying like, the right thing in the because what Kyrie because what Kyrie said because what Kyrie said could or I mean did could if you talk to him could be viewed like is all right that nigga ain't anti-Semitic, but he's a dumbass, but. On a platform of without context could look really, really bad. But if you're not gonna give the context, like we've well, we been the saying this shit the whole context, we've been saying this shit the whole time. If you don't give the context or refuse to give explanation, refusal to give explanation is a big thing too. Word refusal. To Kanye. Word to Kanye. We dealing with the DEFCON version of this. These two niggas is playing defense. Kanye said DEFCON didn't even know that the DEF and DEFCON meant defense. Nigga, both of these niggas were on the offense and have to play complete defense now. And Kyrie, just like his actual defensive game, is like, eh, whatever. Kanye couldn't spell it if he tried. Nigga, <laughs> why are we wasting he time? <laughs> he don't read, so therefore he can't spell. Every every song he's done is because of Sci High. And that's it. For some reason, getting, in one of them interviews I watched, he kept referring to how much of a better speller, literally a better speller, that John Legend was than he was. And I'm like, did y'all have... Like, it came up so much because he kept bringing it up that it's like, did y'all have an argument about, like, spelling words? In there? I don't know. Yeah, because John Legend <laughs> spelled the word uh... After better <laughs> than uh like like then Kanye and he was like well how can you spell better than me and I got more money than you like how did that happen and John Legend was like bitch my wife sucked dick better than you and he was like oh damn that's yeah. impossible it's because I do better than everybody else. And John Legend was like, hi, you suck dick, you gay ass nigga. And, 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 and that hurt his feelings. 
And yeah, that's where it came from. Like a third grade spelling bee, he ain't let it go yet. Nope. And John Legend is living his I best feel- life. And I'm pretty sure at this point in time on um, Blood Gang, Black Tino Jesus, that I I would put down a re- like a real legit lottery ticket on the fact that Chrissy Teigen has that Utopia box, and it's not to be and it's undisputed. I, I, if John fucks it up, he I hate to put this on another man and grant that photo. But I feel like she got the utopia box, bro. Self-deletion will have never been so understood. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say like, like some at, at this point, I am con- it would be like as you, he knew he wasn't gonna find it. Yeah, I, I'm 100 <laughs> percent convinced. Like she got the utopia box, bro. Like she uh, whatever she <laughs> I mean, like he 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 didn't got her pregnant like seventeen times, bro. Like you you can't just be like, look. I don't care how much money you got, bro. There's a certain point to where you just like, do. Isn't she just like a what? Where wasn't she just a model? Like she was model, she ho- like she, yeah, she was hosting uh that one show with uh uh LL Cool J and shit. No, no, I mean like. We love her. What do we technically love her for other than being what we know to be her? What was the like awesome Kardashian? It don't matter. She called. Like I said, awesome Kardashian shit. What did what nah, did she? It, do? Nah, it, 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 it don't matter. She called. <laughs> so she's it, a Kardashian. Like, nah, nah, nah. She, she, she a Kardashian for uh, grown niggas. I tell you that right now. When you see. She's when you when, when you when you when you when you see another woman with kids, nigga, that's cold, and she gives you a penis, um, like a hard on for your penis and shit, and like she got her kids with her, she cold. She she grown cold. That's a whole different type of cold. She ain't Kim Kardashian cold. You no, see Kim Kardashian with North. You see you see Kim Kardashian with North in uh uh Chicago, and you just like ah, she she cold, like kind of this is work weird. It's like kind of playing it down, like you know what I'm saying. Like she don't really look right in her parenting game, you know what I'm saying. She just look like a bad bitch that's trying to parent and shit. Like Chrissy Teigen is the bad bitch parent, like nigga, stop playing. Like she, she, she one of them. Stop playing. You niggas looking too, for too much. Nah, nigga, you just stop playing. See, look, the problem is you got stop be- playing. The problem is you got to be willing to impregnate Kim and Chrissy and nah. and Selena. Nah, you just you being ain't ruthless. willing to impregnate all three and deal with what come with that. Are you really built for this? I don't think you are because I'm willing. you. You built for gonorrhea and chlamydia. You built for that. That's shout out to you. And, you know and, what I mean? Shout out to you. Hey, 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 hey. We all hey. built for the pill. I mean, you know what I mean? Just shot sometimes work faster. You know what I mean? I, I've been there. Pill, you know, like, it worked, nigga, regardless. My point is, why you always try to deviate from the bigger point? The bigger point is... I got married so I can stop lying. That's what, that's what I'm saying. That's like, all I'm I saying. shit to do with Magical Box, nigga. Oh, she got that Utopia Box. I'm playing. Of course you think your girl has the Utopia Box. That's why you married her. But if you get a Utopia Box, it's more Utopia than Utopia Box. 
Then you be like, whoa, there's another level. No, I did. Other levels to Utopia? I didn't even know. Like, no, nah, Utopia box feel like you like. I feel like you, the the Utopia box is the is the box that make brings every man to a complete peace. Like 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 you nah, don't want no nah, like and nah, I, and I and, nah, and I mean wait 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 Nah, because you can like you got the like the bitch that got the super box where it's like damn I'm saying like that bitch made me crazy as hell. But, like I want to hit that bitch, but you don't. I'm on my boost. Like, nah, bitch. I said no, no, no. You lying? You nah, lying? Nigga, you ain't never hit a bad bitch that was like bad and crazy or not. Regardless, after you got the box, it was fire, but she wasn't. And you knew she wasn't prior to getting the box, but then you got the box. It was like maybe she'll be more fire after, and she wasn't because she not. That's a real thing. Yeah, but Joe, but my period of time of that is different than yours. You get that bitch. You're like married, of course it is. No, I'm saying, is, prior, is. I'm saying prior, I'm saying prior to prior to all that, nigga. You give a bitch like eight, uh, like eight months, nigga. I get that bitch thirty days. Like and it's like, all right. Well, my yeah, original standstill used to be three months, but then I realized that was too short. So then I went to six and got to eight <laughs> by accident. I exchanged also, I exchanged whole so much and shit because it was like nah, 30, 45 days that ain't enough. And I'm like, I'm like, that's too much for you, hoes. Yeah, no, like, I never like, thought that. Like, like you, you, you bitches are out of control. Like, no, I lose. Cause I always fuck within like the first two to three weeks, so it's like, all right, I didn't got the box. So now it's like, what is your mind on? What you doing and shit like that? And you think it's good and one hundred? I feel like I'd have a better gauge if the majority of my encounters did happen off of a few weeks of interaction. Most that, of my that's shit, that's why I said I felt, I felt like I was always living all right because I'm like shit, nigga. I was making decisions quicker. Uh, that's what I'm saying though. A lot of my shit happens off a few days or a few hours. So I'm like, uh, what are we doing again? I don't know you. Like, yeah, I fucked you, but I still don't know if I know you enough to like you. I still don't know if I like you. I just put my dick in you. Dangerous behavior. <laughs> Dangerous behavior. Unsanitary. Don't catch the clap. Now can I go home? You're can I go to? Can, you're home. Can I go home now? You're home, but aren't you more home with your people? And aren't you with your people, even though you're not with your people, because you're still technically with your people. No, like me and like the Ortega household actually belongs to this hemisphere. <laughs> I would say, like the Ortega household belongs to this hemisphere. I can't speak for the rest of everybody else, but yeah. I made a whole certain person all in one room, but all by myself with no help. So, yeah, that's no. You didn't just shoot it. That's on the my wall story, and, and that, that's my story, and I'm sticking <laughs> to it. I'm, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. That's all I'm saying. Dig it. When you oh, when you a guy <laughs> when you when you a god you create, and I created the most adorable woman on earth. Shout out to me. Duh. I have a kid, of course, but so. <laughs> <laughs> now that'll be fire. That'll be fire. My daughter versus your daughter 
what at least a solid five plus years apart going like bitch what <laughs> you thought you was what no let me let me show you what my pop showed me bitch. Yeah, I was, uh, <laughs> my daughter my daughter crazy bro she punched a kid in, like uh last year in uh preschool for no no apparent reason and i and i was like how hard did you punch the kid First kid was crying that's the wrong questions Paired with the right answers, nigga. That's sad. Cause she did the no, right thing. You just asked the wrong question. You no, it was it was no, it was it was no, it was the wrong thing. It was the wrong thing. She punched this kid for no reason. That's why I said, like, punch the kid for no reason whatsoever. But when it's your first punch, is it wrong? When it's your yes. first, it's not like she did. Yes. yes, when you punch a random kid, what is this like? Not when it's your first by. punch, because you technically don't know when it's your first punch and you first get in trouble for the cheat. You don't really like you know you're not supposed to put your hands on other people, but you don't know why you shouldn't if you feel you should. I go through the mitts with my daughter, bro. Like right now, that's fine. That's why like, she, she knows. Know how to like, punch like, she knows when. Like she knows when the, the time is to not in, to throw a punch. So if she, she, asked, punch, she, she asked. She threatened. asked me like when, in, in certain moments, and she asked me today. It was like somebody was fucking with me in, in in school. It was touching my hair and this, that, and other. And I was like, "Yo, you tell him to stop." Yeah. What happened? Teacher come? Did the teacher come? Yeah. And what they do? Put him in timeout. All right. What happened after that? Uh, kept doing it. What'd you do after that? Told the teacher again. I'm like, okay, we snitching. Like this is to save this person's ass. What happens after that? They send them to the pre- uh, principal's office. Cool. All right. After that, I'm like, I'm like, principal's office as far as we go. Now we here now. I'm like, I'm letting you know that left that I told him that I taught you. You punch that motherfucker as hard as you fucking can. Touch you again. Punch him as hard as you can. I'm a, I, and I told. I look at my daughter and I tell her straight up with the straight face, like whatever didn't anybody else say, whether you get in trouble or what, you in trouble with them. It don't matter. With, it, it don't matter. When you come home, you good. I feel like you 100. I will come I will come in and tell them straight up in front of their parent, like, yo, I told yeah, I my told daughter to punch you. your kid in the fucking face. And it, I'm it, like, and if you want a problem, you know, <laughs> if you want a problem, you can taste the left of the dad. Then uh, you could taste that one too. I'm not. Yeah, here we just we serve smoke guy. Free I'm, smoke, free smoke. I'm not a parent, but I've always felt like okay. naturally my inclination would be, you know, and maybe it's just from me remembering myself as a kid. But naturally, once you go from the steps that are to be taken to be taken once you exhaust those before we get to the principal office but by the time we get there you know what i mean something needs to happen and then if we get to the principal office and then things are still going on then you know you i can't see myself not doing the same thing i I don't know how other people raise their kids to and i get it you don't want to raise a little terror you don't want nobody think violence is cool but the only point in time in life, and I think when you learn the best lessons in life, is I'm when you punch you in the face. Or, no, when you act or don't, because that doesn't always work past certain age. When you act or don't act on, let's say, violence 
accounts for a lot as a child, but being able to have a parent healthy enough to compartmentalize it until you kind of lay it out for you is a lot different than just being like whooping your ass and then you go to school and start whooping other kids ass because you mad you got your ass whooped. That's how you get serial killers and shit. If you just fuck around and, you know, you teach them the basic shit and then somebody fucking with them, you know what your limit is and what you would teach the kid to have their limit on. How many times we talking to the teacher before I slap the shit out of you? Maybe that's just certain people. Because I feel no. like a lot, I feel like more people than not feel like that's not okay, even as a child. But I feel like it's only okay as a child. You supposed oh, yeah. to test niggas when you were a kid. You supposed to walk around slapping it. You supposed to get hit upside the head. So you learn how to move. What's the limits? Because by the time you're 19, 20, you can't do that on any level without it being an extra level to it. When you're the age of like three to like or four, let's say when you start going to school, four to like 14, you can damn near get away with whatever you want as long as you don't stop a motherfucker from breathing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel like even I feel like as a uh, when I was telling my daughter was like, all right, there's somebody here to where is like you can talk to like, yo, this is a teacher or a principal or somebody you can go to first to where it's like, yeah, holla at them first. And if they don't do nothing, then you, you, you know what I'm saying? You directly respond, but you give two shots and they and like, and like that third, that third strike is you striking the fuck out of them. Per Like that's it. As a, as, as a grown, as a grown person, as an adult, it may be different. It may be just the one shot. It may just be like jaded look, as an adult. Like, yeah, That's but no, nah, but, but no. Nah, sometimes it's it, it's like you got to get a point across. Like I'm here because like I'm not here to be your friend. It's not like I'm not here to be a, uh, a part of the frat or the 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 cool kids club, nigga. I'm here to get Man, my money, get a different. check, and then go home. That's as what I'm a saying. Kid, you don't have that energy because I'm not saying as a kid. I'm saying as a grown man. So mm-hmm. it's like you might you might have to talk to somebody like, yo, look, nigga. I know you cool buddy buddy with them and, or whatever. Chill. Like that's 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 not where I'm at. I'm here to work. I'm here to do whatever. Me and you, you, we not there. Now you can either respect that, however your way you see it, or not. I still feel like that's wrong, though, because I I feel like you're throwing a little bit too much of your personal sauce on it. I feel like you feel like that, legit. I feel like you know a lot of niggas that do feel like that. I'm one of them. Nine times out of ten, you go to do something, you want to get it done, and that's it. You don't want to be bothered, yada, yada. But a lot of people, like Kanye in a certain sense, seek that Social media, whatever they seek that level of approval to be like, Hey, I did it right, right? You, you, you th- this is cool. The job I'm doing is good, everything's cool. They can't just be given a task, do the task, know they did it to the best of their ability, and be cool with that. A lot of motherfuckers need a motherfucker to be like, Hey, yo, I like what you did right there. I've seen that. 
lot of niggas have that no matter how deep that hole goes. And I think it goes deeper for a lot of different people, but yeah, but that but hole goes deep, bro. Pause. <laughs> yeah, but but that's your own self-validation or disvalidation, and that has nothing to do with me. In the sense of like but when all right, talking about eight billion niggas. Everybody yeah, no. can't say you don't matter. Okay, your shit don't matter. My shit matter. My shit. You, then you just nigga just kill yourself after that point. <laughs> I, was say, it, it, I don't even think it's really just about the matter or not matter or all that shit. I think it's more or less about the like I said, it's the feelings that matter more than anything else of the the uh, like the overall point of shit. It's like. But what is every rational like, for, for example, like, like me and my wife don't really argue much, like at all. But every now and again, it'll be something that fucking happens, or whatever. She feels a certain type of way, and it's for no fucking reason whatsoever. It just be a, a random ass, but it'd be a random ass Gemini attack, mm. okay. and. And she wanna try to like justify like and I'm I'm a leaper, I'm a logical like, but I'm a logical person just on, on just GP just I don't, logical, I don't like logical balance is necessity. Yeah, but 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 my 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 whole shit was just like I had a moment where I'm like where she just like well I feel like nobody pays attention or cares about the way I feel and like and it angered me in the moment. Because it was like nothing that I, like she could say that I did wrong or that angered her or whatever the fuck. And this, that, and other. And it was a cruel fucking thing that I said, but it was something that I even applied to myself. Which was, just because you feel a way does not mean that you're right. And just because that you have a feelings for something doesn't mean that it's not stupid. But who are you to and, say that though? You you can identify no, that no. as a thing with any person. But who yeah. the fuck are you to be like it don't whatever? Because if it a negative but because if it a negatively and this is what the way I really feel about shit. If I negative my feelings negatively affect the people around me not even a mass, like a mass people. We're not saying social media. We're not saying if I was a billion or nothing. No, just a feeling saying, you have. Yeah, you tell me yeah, a feeling I have it, is stupid. But it if my, if, the fact no, I no, feel it, it, no, if, if my, if my feelings are based on uh, my conduct is like off of that feeling is negatively affecting everyone else around me. I'm not in that, control of that. I'm in control of what I'm doing and how I'm feeling in the moment. I can't think about, especially if I'm just focused on me, I can't think about how I'm making other people feel, for one, until they tell me they feel the way. And then maybe I can go, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you feel that way? What do you mean? Let me fix this. What do you mean? You can't no, do it, that even until a nigga... It, no, it, 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 no, it, no it, it, it don't matter. The fact is, is like the way that you feel based off of that conduct, you already wrong. Whether you realize, like, whether you're brought to realize, no, no you're not you, wrong for yes, having yes, a feeling. No, you can't well, be wrong for having a feeling. No, 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 no. That's the point. Because you like, because it was like we acknowledge because I feel, I feel if I am if I 
And I have been vocal about sometimes I am selfish as fuck on purpose because it's like, no, no, I got to Like, I got to do this for me. I have to do this for me, my own personal feeling. And I know that. If my own personal, like, if my own personal feeling is detrimental to somebody else, that's selfish as fuck of me. That's selfish. Only if you're aware of it. If you're not aware of it, it doesn't matter whether you're aware of it or not. You it have does. already no, no, it does not. It does not matter whether you're already aware of it or not. Bro, because yes, you've already does. no, no, it doesn't because you've already because you're in your feeling. You're not trying to no, acknowledge no. it. No. You're in your feeling if you're the person that it's happening to. If you're the person who people are throwing the feelings at, which in every way is all of us in a different way. You're the person that's catching that. You can't do it's like being the president of some shit, dog. You you don't know what's wrong until a nigga tell you something is wrong. How do you know that there's a problem if in your mind everything you do, how you've been moving, makes you think, oh yeah, everything's fine. Until you already did it. Hey, bro, what about the black people? But you already did it, but you already said it. Aren't you already wrong? You're wrong before somebody has to tell you that you're wrong. But who's to say when or how? Unless there are things that can be inherently wrong, yes. But when you when and where and how you address them, who's to say? The people around you line is like Tamika said, like Tamika said, who's to say what the line is? Why do you get to make why do you get to draw the line? In the because same. it affects me because of the way that you feel affects me. That's where the line draws in because you can for feel you, the way though, that you. That's where it is for you. It's up to me to respect that or not. If I don't or I do and you feel like I don't still on you. No. Yes. You create this energy. But then that, that's the that's the problem with the shit. Motherfuckers don't believe that because you feel a certain type of way that you create your own energy. Energy is already out there. You can it's create contagious. it and not be aware it's already, of it. It, it, it. It's it's already there. It's already there. Whether you feel or like that you're trying to hold it in or not, the energy that you hold in, good, bad, give out, good or bad, you are giving out. It's going to be reciprocated. There's no way around that. When energy is out there, it is out there. There's nothing that you can fucking do. That's my no, point. You can combat, like, no, no, that's not that, true. No, no. You can combat bad energy with good energy. When you say something fucked up, no. you can immediately be like, "Whoa, yo, I just." But there's a that reciprocation of the, that's a reciprocation of energy that's already sent. Yeah, you can't do nothing about the fact you already sent the energy out there, but you can be like, "I didn't." My fault. No one like, said what that I meant can. was no one said that you can't. But what I'm saying is that energy that you sent out is a reciprocation. Uh, uh, what you how you feel is a reciprocation of that. That's what it is. That energy, like that person, wouldn't feel the way that they feel unless that energy was out there. You know what I'm saying? The Jews slight breakdown. The Jews would not have a reason to be upset the way they've been in the like as a community in the past three to four weeks if it wasn't for the negative energy that Kanye Kyrie put out. That's a generalization, mm-hmm. though, because you say that as if, as if every person that that statement was about felt affected when that's just not true. It's not. 
is uh, I'm not saying I'm not generalizing. My thing is when the mess is up, if I look, like I said, that's why I say like when I generalize people, just like you just being in your own home, being around your own people, your own friends, your own family, and you are in bad energy mood. You Yo go bad at, yeah. You, you go yeah, you gonna, you gonna yeah, make other gonna, niggas feel weird. Exactly. You gonna make other niggas fight. You gonna bring bad energy. Yeah, niggas, bad shit's gonna happen around you. And then you're gonna be one of them idiots running around here talking about some why my life so fucked up because you carry a fucked up energy. Yeah, you, you carry that energy stupid and, and, and yeah, and whether people respond to your energy in a pot like against it in a positive way or in a negative way, you are the person that's conducting the energy that's sending a response to you. Like, that, like you are that person. In all fairness, can we agree, no matter where you stand on what you said, that that we just described in terms of energy is a hard thing to stay conscious of even when you're conscious of it. So imagine not always being conscious of it. And then niggas tell you you stupid. And you're like, how? What are you talking about? The problem is, is, is being conscious that you're not only yourself. And I'm like, and, that, and like, I'm breaking down some deep Ortega shit. You're not only kind con- like, you cannot function as a, in, 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 what I'm saying is you cannot function in a society with, I'm like, in a real society. Out acknowledging or trying to like along with your own perspective, acknowledging the thought process of the fact that the people are around you that actually have thoughts too, that have feelings too, that matter too. You cannot live life like that. Whether it like whether you're in a relationship, whether you're like when you live with your moms, whether you're a they kid, don't they don't you, relationships like, don't it, last it, long it, when you yeah, do that. Yes. With other it humans, they not, don't last. Yeah, it does not matter on any level whether you have a relationship. If you cannot have or acknowledge the person around you that they have feelings, thoughts, processes of emotions too, you cannot be a um a sustaining member and pe- person within society. You are a detriment to it. Because it's about you. It's not about you. Society means a multitude of people. I think this is a community means a multitude of people. I got this question, right? And I've lightly, I think this conversation kind of makes me clarify it more in my head, but I've always loosely kind of wondered this. And you, you make a good point. That's why I think it's poignant. At what point no matter how much money you got, don't have, no matter what you perceive to be good, God, or energy for the better or worse, you feel like you know, whatever, right? Who, who outside of whatever you believe in is being the thing? Who amongst us? They said as of this week, I think as of Thursday, there will be officially 8 billion people on this earth. 8 billion, the most that ever lived in history and way less than have ever died in history, which says a lot because, nigga, there's a lot of people that have, way more people have died than fucking lived. But at what point do you, do we, 
realize or try to dissect or pick apart past the point of how you feel about a situation or even with that how how much of it actually how much of it actually means something to the point that one person can say another person is wrong or right without having the inherent proof that they are wrong or right. Because 99, 95% of the shit that most people spend their time talking about, be it on a podcast, radio show, or just buy a water cooler at work on the clock for fun, is bullshit. Who's right? Who's wrong? Why are we able to be, other than us feeling like that, why why can we just be like, yeah, Kanye's wrong? Other than the fact that other people don't like it and they feel like he's wrong. Okay, but maybe he's right. If he's right, they're not going to shut the fuck up about them feeling like he's wrong because they still feel like he's wrong. The right or wrong doesn't matter when the shit doesn't move the scale. The niggas that most niggas get hung up about, especially when it's a celebrity, them niggas don't move the scale past a genre that they in. And the niggas that do tip the scales ain't worried about the bullshit that we talking about. <laughs> well, I think it there's a lot to unpack there. Uh, you guys like said I've wondered it off and on for years. I know it's a lot. It wasn't really yeah. a specific question. It was more of a point, but yeah. <laughs> I think to think about. <laughs> I think the the point to where we get to it is when we realize that our sustainability on this planet depends on each other. I don't think that's enough. We will let mother, we will let the majority of us die before we ever be like, hey, we should do something about this. And that's a problem. But it's uh it's, because it's, we, it's we, going we, to be the unfortunate we, truth. Be, yeah. It, it's <laughs> the unfortunate truth, but that's why I'm saying it the way I'm saying it. I'm saying it in a cruel ass sense of when we don't pay attention to or how we react to certain things or what the climate dictates or things of the sort, we put ourselves in a position where things that are stupid, cruel, to happen we like we we're like we're like we put we put this in a position because it's a oh this person's the scapegoat or this class of, of of people or this religious group or whatever these are the scapegoats for my problems or uh this that and other the scales of power i believe really aren't i don't really believe at this point in that much of in the Jewish dynamic is the the gatekeepers of this whole bitch or wh- whatever and no, whatnot. So I really gatekeepers. Yeah, I don't really believe when it, it comes in, to anything. Well, not anything. yeah. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Uh, well, the not things. most things. I don't really believe in 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 that sense of because it's like yo, if you are of the Jewish religion and you and your peoples have got together and y'all. Y'all got this motherfucking entertainment lawyer game up. Nigga, the or, Jews started Hollywood. Ain't no, uh, ain't no Jew uh, gonna deny that. Yeah, but but, but what so I mean, what? I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah, like so like so 
the the fuck what? Like realistically, there ain't they saw a gap in the yeah, market. That's yeah, what you but, do when you see a gap in the market. Yeah, like you're not like that's why I'm like there's no hate ever coming from me from it. It's like you saw the business sense in it. You saw that it was gap in the market. There was a market for some shit. If you actually impede that, it you goes can, deeper than that. You, you, you know what I'm saying? If you can impede that, function off of it, make something off of it, you can make your family eat forever. You're like, your family eat forever. But it's not and just that. that but, but, I'm, but, but what I'm saying is like, oh, let me finish. Like, but when you make a blueprint like that, it's easy to fucking follow for other people to fucking do it too. It's as long as to be envious, yeah, it's yeah, easier. Yeah, it's yeah, easier but, to be envious of. Yeah, but in, in like envy is a toxic trait because envy don't get you shit. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. What it get you? Envious and you feeling envy, fucking that nigga over in whatever way you think in your envious mind is fucking that nigga over is good enough. You ain't got to win when you envious, when you bitter. You ain't got to win. You just got to get them. How many niggas you been mad at that got the better of you that you was like, I don't care who's there when I see them is popping because I want my lick back. The better of me. Same shit. <laughs> I'm not saying like you got to think about all the fights you ever had. I'm just saying if a nigga got the better of you, don't tell me you're not going to want it to be on site. No matter. I don't care if the police there. I'm swinging on this nigga when I see him. <laughs> yeah, but in the age of me, now, oh, the win is better. I'm because saying I, because because I I'm gonna say no no that that energy drives me because it's like nah no it bothers you that I win it bothers you every single day when I take a dub and and it's cool and I'm like I ain't gotta beat you up I ain't gotta shoot you shoot at you I ain't gotta do none of that shit I ain't gotta outdo you in the block. Every yeah, single cool day you see me no, take yeah. That's how you feel every, before they put their hands on you. I'm saying after they put their hands on you. After uh, that? No, yeah. I'm saying after. I'm, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. <laughs> after you take like you keep moving, you watching me catch a dub every single day, every week, every month, and you just still mad about whatever we was mad about. Fuck Drake, you. Drake could get fuck drunk. you. Drake could get God forbid this happens, but Drake could get jumped in whatever club he's in tonight by whatever group of niggas, right? Whether or not he fights back tomorrow and after the ass whooping, during the ass whooping, still Drake. Ain't nothing he you winning. can do about that. And he's still going to be not winning. whooping your ass because we mad that you winning every day. We whooping your ass because we want you to know in this moment, nigga, fuck you. That's envy. It's not about the fact you winning every day and it's hurting them. If it wasn't hurting them that you was winning every day, you would. they wouldn't even be there. Yeah, but <laughs> If you ain't got nothing, like, but if you already in the nigga that's like winning, 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 you ain't gonna feel envious because why are you gonna feel envious about something? I'm talking about the guy that's winning. I'm talking about everybody else. But but that's what I'm saying. But that's my point. You're not gonna feel some shit where it's like, all right, you niggas can feel as envious as you fucking want to. Yeah, you could get like you could jump Drake, but guess what? That nigga's gonna just upgrade the security the next. Yeah. Upgrade the security to, uh, the next day, loss. nigga. But, like we gonna be all right, nigga. He gonna drop a her loss too, nigga. And you gonna be still be fucking just as mad. mad as you was before you whooped. You gonna still be mad. mad. You ain't gonna make more. a motherfucking difference. 
Every whatsoever. Time, every time I've taken an L personally, I either felt one of two things, and I'm paraphrasing, but for the sake of conversation, I've either felt like I'm going to get my get back, meaning I'm going to get better, or <laughs> you win. Yeah, you got me that time, but I got you. Even if it's not you directly, everything I do has that energy. And I, I don't even know if that's healthy. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Everything I do kind of has that energy of, yo, we thought otherwise, I got you. It's cool. You can feel that way. Laugh, joke, whatever. Cool. Great. Cool. I got you. <laughs> you feel me? We ain't got to get loud about it. I got you. If that mean a fist to your motherfucking face or you watching me win, I got you. <laughs> and that's what and, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like if I'm up top, you want me to come down. And you mad because I'm not where you at. If I'm still alive, shit. I'm still alive. I'm still rich. I'm still winning. You are the motherfucking puss boys that lost. Because at the end of the day, like I said, envy don't get you shit. Because you can still be like, yeah, we beat Drake ass. We will pose the whole series, take your ass. But and if I'm, but yeah, but if I'm the nigga that's still broke, uh, nigga. Yeah, if I'm hopping in the coat top, still a bitch. <laughs> the next day, you know what I mean? It's spent hundred and forty dollars on gas because that bitch was on E, and I was like, eh, fuck it, I need to take this shit to the gas station. Your bum ass is still ro- rolling around in two thousand three Impala. That's on you. You ain't get shit. You got a whole. You got a whole story to tell back to, to your homies. Like, yeah, nigga, we ran up on that nigga in the club, beat that nigga ass. And What'd that's great. Shit. That's gonna get you some clout. That's gonna get you something, maybe. But grand scheme. Yeah, but that was what I'm saying. It was like, like and a story. Nigga, a story loses its power the more times that it's told. So how many like times? I lie, gain traction the more times it's told. And we constantly watch both of those fight every day. You not on TikTok, but between TikTok and everything else, that's why I say, niggas, if Twitter died, TikTok would be the main thing. And it would make it, because niggas get their news from Twitter, TikTok would be that much harder to discern information from entertainment. It'd be that much. It's already hard. It'd be that much harder. I, th- I just think people should stop going to social medias. For, not, I don't think you're gonna get that. This for, is the wave until it's, the, gonna, until it's a new wave. I'm gonna say for, for, for actual factual information. Like I will see some shit on Twitter that's basketball wise that I think that I think is fuck that I think is fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, all right, if that's true, if I go into the ESPN or the motherfucking NBA app, it w- it should be the first thing that I see. And if it's not the first well, couple things, I'm, I'm like, all right, that's bullshit. Just to, just like I said, who's to say when it comes to everybody having an opinion, who is to really say what's wrong or right despite your bank, bro, despite where you at? Who's to really say what's wrong or right? Who's to really say that, nigga, you can't do that just because the last guy that did it did it weird or did it wrong or what we perceive to be wrong? You can't. You can, you can't. There, okay, you can't. There's just a side no, I'm gonna say like no because of, because of what I said before. It it, it is about the way it affects people. 
No, like, and the people around you. Being like going back to what we talked about earlier, nigga. You can legit avoid your way out of bullshit if you give context to something. No, if you, no, but, you can you can do the like, same by removing context though. So that's not fair because that's that's that that there's too much manipulation. That's the problem now. The door is open for too much manipulation. You're one of those people. Wait, wait, no, no, I'm gonna say wait, wait. But, but I'm gonna say wait, wait, when you when what no when the, it's it's simple and then it, it goes down to like this humans just being humans and actually having some fucking common decency. It's like yo if the open the, the conversation door, has anything to do with common decency. The common decency of a human has nothing to do with influence, power, yeah, yeah. and how you move. It has. You just gotta be nice. You just gotta it, not be a no. Dick. Common decency it, has everything to do with everything you that you just not named. Be, you just gotta not be a dick to be decent, bro. You don't have to be some. Well, you have to be self aware, but you don't have to be some fucking either powerful or bottom of the barrel nigga to get that sort of idea in your head. It's pretty easily graspable, graspable for anyone with a normal IQ, whatever the fuck that number is. It's bullshit. No, 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 that's bullshit. And the reason why that's bullshit is because to think that way, you actually like, like, like really, like really think that way. You got to be able to put your fucking feelings about how you feel over everything to the side. Look at it. It wouldn't be just about you. That, um... That's why I said when I said before, it's about the way you know, the way you conduct yourself based off what you say that affects other people or other group of people. There's no way around that shit. Look at Twitter. What's more infuriating? I thought I thought you was going somewhere else with that. But look at Twitter. What's more infuriating? Watching a motherfucker on a video saying some shit that you you look at that nigga you can tell like yo this motherfucker look crazy you ain't shaved in three weeks nigga you got a fucking Jason hat on you got a Joker poster behind you a me seek a bunch of random abstract I'm not listening to shit you saying about politics or intelligence nigga it's easy to be like meh when it's just written word and you don't know it's a little bit harder because it might sound smart. The medium used for this bullshit is a lot, has a lot to do with it. Yeah, the, like the medium for sure. But it also goes like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, just because the medium of the, social, uh, because of, the, of the platform matter does not mean that the same thing can't be di- dictated on another platform. Just because uh, you can't tweet anymore doesn't mean which is nothing more than making a status doesn't mean that you can't make a status on uh facebook it does not mean that you can't make a post on instagram and create a caption it it, like it like the, the same channel still exists like the channels don't go nowhere it it depends on what you do and how you conduct yourself through these channels how you Transform your platform into something positive or negative for yourself. Now you can back to Kyrie. I hate this nigga. Like you can, like you can say 
you can give the all right, this is what I meant by what I said or by what I posted or what I mean. You want to be cryptic like this is a fucking uh, Egyptian uh, monolith and shit, and that's, that's not what it is. He's been being very cryptic. He hasn't even been being uh, facetious or uh, that's a fucking... He hasn't even been being shitty or like being an asshole. He's just been being cryptic. It's like, what does he think? Is he an anti... Why? Why leave exactly room for one it, 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 that degree? But 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 here's the thing: you can nip all that shit in the bud, and then and like shout shout out to Sarah Spain from ESPN. She said then like the same like the same shit I've been saying all week, nigga. You could have you could stop all this shit three weeks ago. Like you could have stopped all of this by giving explanation and begin by giving context to what you mean. You being cryptic in uh like about and like about the context on why you said or why you posted what you posted, despite the fact that it being uh uh anti-Semitic to a uh, to the Jewish people. What do you mean by that? Matter of fact, Kanye West has been t- uh, retweeting all your shit. Like I like I said on this podcast before, ain't been helping. He wasn't helping this case. At all, Kanye West gonna like like treating uh Somehow. retweeting this shit was not helping him. Somehow they have to fuck themselves over and ended up helping each other fuck each other over. I don't know how to fuck that. That's I know. That's I think all in, 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 in all <laughs> in all honesty, I think Kanye made it worse for Kyrie. Oh, definitely, because Kanye is more hot, more like I mean, and Kanye is where he's more lit. He lit. I, I, I wouldn't. Even, I, I'm not even giving it. I'm not even giving it a lit thing. No, I it think is that. it's that no, you don't I, care. I, you don't. No, care. No, 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 I'm not even. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even saying this care thing or a lit thing or anything of the sort. I would say this. I would say that Kanye made the statements that he made on Drink Champs, and it made it the whole nine back like that whole frame of time. Like you can't really overstep. For the fact of like the Jewish people are really pissed off right now, no, and it's really because of him. So it could have been a white you, guy. It could have been it, a white it, guy. It, it could have been. It could have been like, like no same hell. Yeah, but and I it, mean it, that it, in the sense that it would have been topical for the time because insert any other person, Kanye's probably bigger. Yeah, but the point, like the point is, you can insert any person. It makes the subject of, or the boldness of being anti-Semitic or trying to make that much of a point or a certain type of point. It makes it really, really, really tough to push. For example, I'm a West Side Gun fan. Love West Side. What's his best mixtape series called? Hitler wears Hermes. Guess what came out the week after Kanye acted a goddamn nut. Hitler wears Hermes uh, 10. Guess what the hashtag was for it? Not Hitler wears Hermes 8. Not Hitler wears Hermes 9 like it's always been. Hashtag 10. Why? Because that nigga knew I cannot, like, if I put the Hitler wears Hermes on this bitch, my fan base will, like, hold on. My family, like, my fan base. No, my no yeah, yeah, my fan base will know. What it is? It's a yeah. play on the devil we'll wears product. It's just yeah, we will know. 
Like, I will know. Don't know. But but because he put this shit out there a certain way, and he was acting the nut on a certain podcast that had nothing to do with, if I bring that traction of, it's not going to look great to me. You can't even put HWH10. It's just got to be 10. It, it was just 10. Because then niggas going to be like, what's HWA? Hitler. Where's that? Like, what? Huh? <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. You know Mind you, there was a huge, like when Hitler was there, man, seven came out. There was a whole fucking uh, billboard in uh, Times Square that stayed there until fucking like eight came out. I like, I remember. Yeah. It, like it was I think a that big. That was the first one I heard. I think I saw that shit because I think seven or eight, no, six or seven was the first one I heard. It was it was seven. Seven was the first one. I was four. I remember that because I was still working at Goodwill. Seven was the first one I heard. I heard seven the day it dropped. And I was like, okay, it was this was before you was even it was it might have been in the beginning of your fandom. I would say like I was I came in at Hitler four. It might have been in the very beginning of your fandom. But I went from seven to one. And to listen from one to six, and I haven't heard since then. But or no, I might have got no, 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 no. Yeah, I heard seven and one through four, five and six. I haven't heard and any. I haven't heard nine and ten. It's eight, nine, and ten. I haven't heard five, six, eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, but the point is, is like he knew, like like his his shit is a whole gimmick that's always been planned out. It's the Hitler Wears Air Man series. He not associating himself with that. I don't believe on Kyrie's own that he fucked himself all the way that as much as I like I'm slamming him for. Kanye helped him a lot. Kanye. By re- yeah, but I'm gonna say by retweeting the bullshit and this, that, and the other. Kyrie was already in hot water. The Alex Jones shit, the uh, Hebrews, the Negroes post, like all that shit. He was already in hot water. Kanye didn't need to tweet that shit for that nigga. He free. He really something at that point. I feel like when you when you on a because it doubled down to get some shit that uh, Kyrie didn't even say or not say. If you're Kanye, if you're Kanye, and I mean this specifically to Kanye, if you're Kanye, right? Or for what we're talking about, not to Kanye, but for what we're talking about. If if I'm Kanye, if you're Kanye, and you have lost seemingly the majority of connections that you would normally put things together on, not saying that's cutting into your fervor or your theory on your point that you feel is right or how you going about things now. But when you're in a position like that or a position where you like, I'm by myself, what's the first thing you go to do when you in the mud by yourself? Try and recruit. Right. right. And if you can't recruit, what's the next thing you do? Hey, yo, that's my guy. Right recruit now. recruit unwillingly. That's my. No, not even that. You just you just you would not. I wouldn't even call it recruiting. It would be. a. Not announcing, but uh, recruit unwilling affiliating. That's where you would be affiliating. I'm trying to affiliate myself with something I see is similar to what I'm doing. So me, Recruiting I ain't got no I see that nigga. Now I'm affiliated. We affiliated. Cool. I, I'm tapping you. I'm re. I'm repoting. I'm retweeting 
that shit you posted that you said you not taking down because of where you stand and where me and you stand might not be on the same square, but it's it's in the and same. You recruited me unwillingly. No, no, I affiliated myself with you. Recruiting unwillingly. We had a conversation and we see eye to eye. Affiliating means you do that shit. I've done or do that shit. And nigga, yeah, I, I know that shit when I see it. Unwillingly. I don't know if it's un- because here, here, here here's the yourself oh, up for here's, that. Here's the overall overall lay down of the shit. And this is why I say like my overall of Kanye didn't help Kyrie. No, no doubt even a bit. Kanye can be a billionaire, lose all of it, be back to his four hundred million that he was worth prior to, and he can still be his own boss. Guess what? Kyrie is—he's not his own boss. Josiah pays him. Well, that's like where, Josiah is Kyrie, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets. He pays him. Kyrie, and, a, a Kanye cosign does hurt. Because and, I didn't ask for you, nigga. Yeah, but I, but I was also, making my own point. Yeah, I didn't but, ask you to help me. <laughs> yeah, but I'm. It goes on to the representation of too. That's what I'm saying. Is like you not just representing yourself. You represent the Brooklyn Nets team that Josiah, a Jewish man, owns. You also represent the NBA which is the entity that your team is under. You represent all of that. You, because you are an employee of. They pay, like, Josiah and the Brooklyn Nets pay you $40 million to be a representative and a player of. You are not a representative of yourself. You. Everybody's representative for themselves, but the face you put to the public may or may not be. The best yeah. version of you. Exactly. <laughs> but you can especially when it's five yeah. nights a week after a game. Yeah, you can play your own sport. I mean, like and get endorsements and do commercials and movies and make your own bread. You can do all that shit yourself solo. No problem. Nobody's nobody's saying that you can't. But when you become a um, like I said before, a detriment to team. A detriment to organization, a detriment to league. It's a problem. It's a problem. We don't give enough credit for what Adam Silver had to go through when uh, he had to correct the fucking China, uh, the China deal after uh, Daryl Morey, whatever Houston Rockets lost his goddamn mind. It's our tweet. It's our tweeting out of pocket. Like That's Adam Silver. No, because Adam Silver, because Adam Silver, I mean, uh, that's not because Daryl Morey was out of pocket because it was like some shit that had nothing to do with him. He's not. Daryl Morey was so out of pocket. Me and I'm willing to bet most of the people listening to this podcast and a lot of other podcasts don't even know who the fuck that is. Who the fuck is Daryl Morey? An NBA player that said some wild shit on Twitter. He was the influence, nigga. Who cares? Who cares? Who heard about that story? That's not an NBA fan. They gave a fuck. Nobody. The sports world, because it cost a lot. The sports world. I it, said it's not a fan of that. It cost billions of dollars in revenue and uh, sponsorships from uh, like the Chinese fan base to the, the sport of the NBA. 
That was because like, they was look, trying to piece something together that we all know. That's why I said we'll save that for a different conversation. We all know that that, 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 that has its own little things. It's not the same thing. I'm saying no, no, we, no. What I'm saying, could you keep cutting me off? It's the credit of like this nigga has had to respond to one massive red flag event after another because motherfuckers are just talking out of pocket like they don't represent an, an entire don't silver no bill. No, don't shoot him no bill because just like how we've been talking about certain things of these niggas' jobs, and you should or shouldn't step out of pocket, or you should stay in or out of the inbounds of what is reasonable and known to be the thing. Don't turn around and tell the head of the NBA you feel bad for him because he had to come out of pocket to address some shit that's not normal. That's part of the job, nigga. Sometimes that happens. No. Sometimes you run the NBA. No, 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 May he rest in peace. Uh, David Stern's whole time as being commissioner in the NBA, he had to deal with two things. Allen Iverson the, and niggas and the malice in the palace. Pants. That's it. No. <laughs> Allen Iverson was the reason why niggas were sagging their pants. Like, like, no, it like wasn't. Allen Iverson he, was the reason niggas Allen, And Allen Iverson was the influencer of hip-hop, <laughs> like, it was, of hip-hop culture within the NBA because he didn't give a Fuck. But he was the one person, like, it was that which was unnecessary, just let niggas be niggas, let us nigg, and the uh, and the malice in the palace, that's all he had to deal with, and those were years in between, between when it became an issue to, uh, like, with Allen Iverson, to when the fight with Ron Artest in the palace happened. It was years in between. That's all he really had to deal with. This nigga Adam Silver has had those to deal with one, has had to deal with one stupid ass nigga like like going crazy talking out of pocket and then it's like no look there's no there's no I would say groundwork for saying like niggas need to shut the fuck up and not talk and not uh, use a Second Amendment right no one's saying uh, I mean uh, yeah with uh, the First Amendment right like no one's saying that no one's saying that they can't. Uh, uh, have the right to free speech? No one's saying that. Right. But it's like what you, like what you freely say, can sometimes and is sometimes harmful when you don't regard others for such a thing. You don't re- uh, regard others' feelings, personal creeds, well, uh, uh, Believe. religious backgrounds, the whole nine. When you when you side decide to say that, going back to it, the way I feel is more important than the way they feel or the way that you feel. You create this. You create this this whole wormhole of. All right, I feel a certain type of way, so I don't give a fuck about how you feel. I think that sounds crazy. Like, I, I really like, think that sounds nuts. Like, really, for real, for real. I, I can't, like, I feel a way you, I don't care how you feel. I, I don't feel like that sounds crazy, but I also only don't feel like that sounds crazy because it depends on the context of what it is. And before we get the fuck up out of here, because I got to piss like a racehorse again. Before we get the fuck up out of here, I, I, I really think that despite if it's, the people we've been talking about, the length of this fucking episode, or ourselves personally, at the end of the day, you can't 
You can't plan to do more than with what you have. Like you only got what you got, whether it's a billion dollars or ten dollars. You got that. If you plan for a billion dollars when you got ten dollars, that's cool. You still got to figure out how that ten is going to turn into a billion. When you got a billion dollars, your whole job is to not lose it. Or a hundred, couple hundred million in Kyrie's case. When you lose it, you might be right, but you're fucked up somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say the difference between Kyrie and uh, Kanye, uh, like, well, is as far as one having a job and not one is not. Yeah, basically. no, uh, no. Kyrie is has he has all his money, bro. Like he, he Kanye got good. money. It's just. You know what I'm Kanye saying? It's like he has more money and influence. He has more value and influence than he does in actual money. The difference it, between the two is Kanye's literally worth more. He he's worth more, but like just as a person in terms think, of value. To, but here's the here, here's the thing. It's not a it's not a cake for Kanye. I mean um, Kyrie is gonna get the hell up out of here. But I think Kyrie. Could live comfortably longer than uh, Kanye, and uh, the reason yeah, why I say that is, I and the reason why I say that is because I don't think, in no way, and this is because of the level of stupidity that I've witnessed Kyrie on. He doesn't need a lot to be comfortable. He don't one. He don't need a lot to be comfortable, and he's not surrounded by a single yes man. He is his own dumbass. Like there is you nobody. All his friends are really stupid. No, there is nobody dumbassing him. There is nobody. <laughs> no, in no, I'm dumb. saying there might be people egging on the dumbassery because they're just as dumb. Yeah, but there's, but there is no person that's getting inside his ear that's just like, oh my mind's enlightened. I got to say this to the world. I have to tweet. Like, no, he is like his dumbassery comes from him. Thanks. So it, it, it it's like. He don't really depend on no like he could really be like, oh shit, nigga, I could really disappear into the 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 hills of fucking Canada with my family and shit, and we can live a good, happy life and not have to be bothered with y'all bullshit and be completely fucking fine. Kanye needs that. He needs the yes man. He needs those people around him to validate every single thing that he does that make him feel like the shit. Because otherwise, if he doesn't have such a thing, he you feels like feel a lesser to himself. Kanye don't feel like Kanye. Exactly. And that's and that's the real and that's the real shame of the whole thing. It's like you come, you calling in for help to try and associate yourself with some other, uh, like some other person to find somebody to agree with the fuck shit that you saying. But realistically, if that person, like that person, never had a billion dollars. That nigga had never had more than a billion dollars. You had multitude of that as far as value and worth, and you squandered that. That nigga don't need yes men around him. This nigga's uh, son's name is Elohim. He's like, like. Let's be real. What he's doing over here, like at the at the, the the Casa de uh Irvin and shit, they doing that over there. Whether we like it or not, whether we say anything about it or not, it don't matter. That's what's going on over there. Stupid, smart, no, that's what's going on over there. 
when it comes down to like the Ky- uh, Kanye, he need he needs the attention. He ain't nothing without it. So if you like, so if you don't get, if we all, and that's the reason why I tweeted to um that response to you a couple weeks ago about uh Kanye, if we just stop paying attention to this nigga, we take away his power. But that's me. That's yeah, us. That's a fact. I, I just realized I, I hit the fucking off button on my mic. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but that that's me. That's us. Like, I really I, like. I like this conversation. I'm just very upset, and yeah, I need to go to sleep. <laughs> I think I've spent too much energy on this shit this past couple weeks. Nigga, I think, and you know what? I, I was. I'm gonna get to the comments in a second, but ironically from this we've been talking about the same maybe what three or four subjects or two or three people in subjects for the last let's say three or four weeks right for us to come to the culmination of this and i guess the world in a sense to come to a culmination of this and be like it happened. Don't care. We've talked about the ins and outs of it. I don't want to talk about this shit at all next week, regardless of what either of them niggas do. Mm-mm. But to to get a, a, a what, what is it? A, a chat from a first time streamer. Shout out to Big Donald saying this is the greatest stream I've ever seen. That's dope. You get a chat from motherfucking six thirds saying real good stream. You niggas is uh, what? Maybe the bad buzz will help him question itself. You niggas is listening. I, I'm sorry. I cannot stress this enough. I don't care about the brilliant idiots. We are the idiots that are brilliant, nigga. This shit is better than everything going. We have predicted more shit this year on this podcast in hip hop than the niggas that get paid to predict shit in hip hop. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. I don't know what the fuck else to tell you, niggas. Subscribe. 100%. (laughs) 100%. We appreciate everybody for listening from across the globe. First time listeners, uh, uh, long time listeners. We not going to Joe Budden y'all and just like, I'm not going to rob this nigga and just like dip out in the ghostness. He not going to rob me and just dip out in the ghostness and shit because, you know, I shoot him in the kidney. Like, we like. What you think I'd do to you if you did it to me? <laughs> if you shoot me in the kidney, what the fuck you think I'd do to you? You got knives, nigga. You got to chase me first. What the fuck you think I'll do to you? I'm going to catch you, nigga. I, I mean, I'm good at catching a nigga. I can't run, but I can catch. <laughs> you can't run. I can but catch. I can catch. I no run, Michael Myers. I run. I That's what I do. Like I, I run. walk in the distance. Like, I, I run. But I'm slitting like, your throat, nigga. Like, fuck out of here. Wow, I'm going to get behind you. Fuck out of here. And shit. Shout out to everybody that uh loves uh, all of our references that understood them. All those people that listen uh, that watch Scarface, Boys in the Hood. Get uh, your Googles up if you don't. If you didn't yeah. some of them. If for some reason you're here because someone older than you put you hip. Or if or you just you know what I'm saying? and you're or young. if you if you hip and you listening with your girl and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like uh the um, Mrs. Ortega and shit. And you and she was like, "What the fuck is Minister Society?" And you, you know what I mean. This is the perfect opportunity to pull up them streaming apps, and you know what I'm saying, and get you know, 
Cuckoo. And introduce and introduce your woman to minister society and uh you know what I'm saying OG Loke Lorenz Tate and shit. Cool cook, you came in late, man. We've been in here for hours, bro. We about to leave now. You gotta catch the vibe, bro. But what's up? I see you. Hi, bro. You say but, hi, bro, like you know me personally. But yeah, but personally hi. But appreciate everybody. Like, share, subscribe, tell your mamas, tell your grandmas, tell uh to your little baby uh cousin sisters uh aunties um tell everybody about this shit um tell your co-workers tell your co-workers children um matter of fact the people with birds because I, I see a bird on the tv tell me like tell your bird to listen to this shit you know what i mean That's... like put an iphone inside of the cage and shit you know we what i'm saying up. once a we week. just finished another great pie you need to come mm-hmm. on here and check the vibe you know what i'm saying Talking with dude, he said, uh, Jose, who you talking to? Dude? Hey, hey, we out here, bro. You just gotta catch the vibe. We ending the show now. <laughs> uh, check out Resurrection Therapy. My co host dropped uh, a whole project, it's really dope music and shit. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that because that's the homie, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Everywhere that's not title because you, you know, no, no, I've been meaning to put this as a disclaimer. Uh, if you want to support the album, my birthday is next Wednesday. I'll be turning 29. If you want to support, um, do not buy it from iTunes. Cash at. Cash at me or just stream it. That's probably easier. Or if you want to send Apple a big fuck you and help me out, go on bandcamp.com and pay that $7 that I listed the album for as opposed to the $10 that motherfucking Apple listed it for and is going to get a cut of. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, that's support- the game, bro. I see yeah. you, SEO. That's the game. Yeah. Support your artists, local artists across the way. I don't give a fuck where you from. If you're from Finland and you uh, shouting in, like, support your Finnish artists. God damn it. Like, you know, like do, like do, what, like do what you, yeah, support, support the art. art. How about that? You know what I mean? Support your peoples. Shout out to everybody. We love y'all. Jose Ortega, Busy 93, TN2M, Nine Millennium Millennials Podcast, House of Space Media. We out this bitch. Peace. 229. I hit you up, my nigga. Wow. Yeah. Hey, yo. We'll see y'all when we see y'all. Peace. Well, we'll see you next week. It'll be next Friday. We do this every Friday. It's not going to be a see-all. We'll see you. Peace. <laughs>